back to another series podcast. I'm your host, OJ Franciano. With me, as always, is Luis Jimenez and Luis Serrano. It's here. Finally, we're going to be talking about the movie we've been waiting for a long, long time. Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, we got a little bit of a list. We're a little bit more organized now. Hopefully, we stick to the script. Hoping we will. Um, it's here, guys. It's here. It's We're real. Here. We saw it. I saw it opening night. Louis saw it opening night as well. We saw it, I think, yesterday. Friday. Friday. He's out on Friday. 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 So, wow. We are very lucky that we got tickets and we, we actually managed to see this movie. So, mm. I want to I wanna start this off with, like, first impressions of, like, the movie per se. Um, I'm going to start off. Look, for someone who didn't someone who hasn't been a big fan of Tom Holland Spidey, I got to say this movie basically changes that completely. It makes me enjoy and want to see more from him in the future. I want to know where this takes him, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I also do have to say this isn't by far a perfect movie, but it is the best Spider-Man movie in my opinion. And that's pretty much all I have to say. Like first impressions just right there for about Spider-Man No Way Home. Louis, th th throw it in. <laughs> uh, from everything that has been heard and rumored ever all the way back to 2020, uh, it's good to say that I think this movie is able to surpass several expectations and I just enjoyed every ounce of it. And as a Spider-Man fan of 26 years living, it is just about everything I could ask for in a Spider-Man movie. Like, it, it, it's just really fucking good. It's fantastic. <laughs> I would say that this movie made me realize why I love the character a lot. And I think for Louis, for OJ, and I think everyone who watched it and really liked the characters. I'm not talking Tom Tom Holland Spider-Man. I'm not talking Toby. I'm not talking Andrew. I'm talking the character, the persona of Spider-Man. And you know, upon watching it and like thinking, man, this movie exists. I, my eyes have seen the movie. Um, I sat in a chair. I saw this movie for two hours and 28 minutes. And looking back and looking like, wow, you know, it's real. And I'm glad that it was living up, lived up to the hype. I couldn't help but to think about a man in particular. Or, well, well, two men in particular. That would have been awesome to have that little spot in this 20-year-old, um, I guess, reunion or like... Some sort of like a like a homage and like a thank you to the character, and, and that's uh, Stanley and and Steve Ditko. It would have been pretty dope to have those little cameos there, especially as big of a movie this is. But I know that you know this movie is the hype, lived to the hype, and I think hopefully, I really really hope that some people both that I've got to know in past years leading up to homecoming and far from home to people that I have as friends and everything 
can legitimately just shut the fuck up about this this interpretation and just call it as it is. Like this was a very, very good set of movies. Yes, there was some convolution, and yes, as every movie has. But wow, what a payoff this was! And it's interesting that it's Tom's um, Spider-Man that got this bigger hype than I guess Spider-Man three and. To some extent, uh, TA, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, but uh, it's so good. It's like I, without spoiling anything, it's just so good. Like, oh god, like just getting into the details. I'm like, wow, there's so much, so much. Don't worry, we're gonna get, we're gonna get into that like right there's now. So, much. so we're good. We're gonna get into. There's so a lot we need to talk about, <laughs> but it, it is a really, it is a really good. It's really fun. It, movie. Is. it definitely it is. is really, really fun, especially for like Spider-Man fans. It's all out there. It's really, really good. Um, so it, um, there's a lot of obviously a lot of cameos. There's a lot of like very important people who are in this movie. Um, I like the way I like how it basically starts right, basically exactly how Far From Home ended. That's just exactly how it starts. Um, yep. he's in trouble. He gets in trouble with the law, and that is where I want to talk about real quick. What was your guys's reaction to seeing Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock in the MCU, like? Like he's it's it's here he's here officially. <laughs> Who, who's gonna start first, me or Luis? Uh, I'll go, I guess. Uh, okay, so listen down here, little boys and girls. Uh, for the people who, for, sorry, for the kids who haven't seen who this man is, allow me to introduce you. Introduce him. This man caught a brick and said. I guess I'm just a pretty good lawyer. I'm a pretty good lawyer. That <laughs> is just a half of what this man is to this part of the city that's called uh, New York City and a uh, little town, little, little, little suburb called Hell's Kitchen. Now that man brings the hell down there. And I am just, I'm glad that it was just that. It was just him being in Peter's house and being like, well, you know, you don't have a case here. It's fine. You'll be fine. Happy though, dude. You, you need a good lawyer, dude. Like you got some <laughs> stuff that you gotta work on. But you, Peter, you being the the teenager that got me here, yeah, you you'll be fine. You'll be persecuted a lot, but oh, hey, you'll be fine. And dude. it was nice. It was very. It wasn't too much, you know, because normally I wouldn't want him to be shoehorned. It was like, oh, right, he would need a lawyer for this type of trial. And who better than this guy? You know, it, it, it was good. It's, Dude, I liked it. I'm going to be honest. As soon as I saw the, the freaking cane, cane, I cane. lost it. And I I was annoyed that the theater didn't, like, blow up as much as me and Rachel did. Like, when he, like, I saw the cane and I bumped Rachel's, like, shoulder. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, what's going on? And I'm like, it's him. And she's like, because she she loves Charlie Cox, right? And she loves Daredevil, and I love. And the thing is that I I, I was recently I finished because I hadn't seen season three, right? So I was rewatching. I saw uh, Daredevil season one and two, then I saw uh, Defenders, and then I finished season three yesterday. So like I'm fresh on like Daredevil right. content, right? So when right. I see him there, I, I lost it. I I completely lost it. And <laughs> this is the way. Here's the thing. This is how. And I'm going to like derail just, just a little bit, right? This is how you show, you give me a cameo, a really important one. Not like 
And I'm sorry, like Hawk. I know we haven't discussed Hawkeye, and we'll apologize. That was not going to happen. We'll probably do a podcast of it all at the end. Right. But that's not how you introduce someone like the Kingpin on a freaking phone, a little picture. Come on, my guy. The way you showed, like, Matt Murdock in No Way Home, that's how you introduce a character that has, like, he's been here before, but now he's officially here. You know what I mean? That's the perfect, that is the perfect way of doing it. And I was so happy. I'm glad, it's just the, I'm, I'm glad it was just the first act. Like, yeah, he's there because obviously the trial had to have, like, was happening um, there. And then he just got his um, advice. He dipped. And that's the end of it. You don't need anything else about him, you know? You already know he's there. So yeah, you kind of have exactly, the, the, the exactly. thought of, like, you don't need any more confirmation. It's like, yeah, he's, he, he just, just talked there. to Peter. It's perfect. And it's, and it's perfect. It's so good. So there's that. And then, like, I love how he goes. Like, he catches the brick, and he's like, how did you? And then Peter was also going to catch it, obviously. Right, like, right. How did, how did you do that? I was like, I guess I'm a pretty good lawyer. I was like, that's so him. I love so, it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so good. Louis, what did you think? Because I know you're a, I know, I think you're a Daredevil fan. I love Daredevil equally as much as I love Spider-Man. Like, uh, I love how he's introduced because you know it's not immediately like you know you don't see his, his face he just shows the cane and you just know who that is and like it just pans and you see him and mm-hmm. it's like seeing an old friend because you know like oj you know you had just recently been re-watching uh daredevil so seeing matt again and like He's just written so well. He doesn't have a lot of dialogue, but like he's lawyering it up. And I'm just like, every word you're saying, I don't understand. But goddamn, do I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's fantastic. I, he was just so good. He was really, really good. Now, what about how do you guys felt about Doctor Strange's involvement, like in the movie per se? Hmm. Because here's the thing. I was worried, right? Because I was like, you know, the first in the homecoming, it was, you know, Iron Man who was there to like solidify, like help Spidey up. Then in the second Far From Home, it's Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. And now it was like Dr. Or, or is it? Or is it? Well, you know, you know, it's not Nick Fury, Nick Fury. <laughs> but but you know, yeah, I know, I know. And but base, essentially, it's like, it's fat. And um, mm-hmm. I... I really enjoy. I enjoyed how he wasn't. A, so he was very important to the plot, but he wasn't on screen for a long time, and that's something I enjoyed. Right. So I was really happy with what we got from Doctor Strange. You know, he was just there. He cared about Peter. He helped him out, and then he he disappeared. Well, he didn't disappear. Peter trapped him in the mirror dimension, which is amazing. Like that was so good. I, that was honestly one of my favorite like Tom Holland MCU moments. When he just quickly realizes where he's at, it's like, oh, this is just basic geometry. And he just masks the fuck out of it. And boom, done. I did it. I trapped Dr. Strange. This movie finally, and I will agree, finally kind of remember, uh, made, me, made me and everyone remember. Peter's a dork. Holy shit. I forgot that this man is a fucking dork. Yeah, and he's, he knows a, he's a nerd. He knows stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I was really, really happy with how like Doctor Strange was shown in the in the whole like he, how he was like you know his involvement was like important, but like it just happened and he wasn't there for a long time. So it's, I enjoyed that. So basically, you're saying it's not a homecoming. What? It's not. It's not homecoming. 
no, it's not like homecoming. So for me, this is better because like, so for me, like in homecoming, essentially, it's like Peter is just constantly like everything he's doing has to be addressed to Tony, and like Tony's constantly helping him. Like he saved him twice. Right? around yeah so yeah i was like okay you know like dr strange he was just here he's like after a while like we you know we get we see peter going through the issues with the law then we see him go back to school and we see him not get accepted into into mit because you know the lies and the law issue and whatnot then he's like maybe i should go to dr strange and he goes to dr strange we learn a little bit about like what's been going on with dr strange's life just enough to understand where we are and then we see um we peter peter asks him and we see the whole spell happening. It goes bad, and that's it. So, like, he is used. I feel like he's used better, right? Like, he's not here to help Peter per se. He's just here to like explain things. So he's bossing him around, and in a way, I don't mind that. I, I know, I know of people who were like a little bit annoyed at like, oh, like you know. Doctor Strange was there, and, and you know he kind of like moved the whole plot together. I'm like, you're not wrong, but if you look at it the other way, it's like you know he was just there to cross the problem and ask Peter to fucking you know fix it. Yeah. Um, Doctor Strange's inclusion for me, especially in that whole scene where, you know, the plot changes and Peter's just like, "Hey, yo, we're not gonna send them back to die." And he just takes the box from Doctor Strange. That entire scenario feels like something out of a fucking comic book. Where Doctor Strange knocks him out of his physical form, takes him to the astral plane. And even in the astral plane, Peter just doesn't let him take the box. He's just moving his arm. Yes. And And Strange is just like, you shouldn't be able to do this. And... It just shows you how strong Spider-Man is, even against like the not the Sorcerer Supreme, but a strong sorcerer like Strange. And it just feels like it's just a comic book to me. And then obviously in the Mirror Dimension with the geometry thing and how he outthinks this like a fucking Doctor Strange. It, it's just so comic booky. I'm like, this is the coolest fucking shit i've ever seen in my life like spider-man being a dork and outsmarting dr strange like forget about that's all i've ever wanted in a movie are you kidding me this is just the tip of the fucking iceberg yeah um you know i was a little bit wary how strange would be executed here because yeah we have like a thing of like peter can do things alone syndrome and no, like Strange was like, but hey, you want me to help you? Well, sorry, I can try and help you do something that you want, and uh, hopefully it's not gonna fuck up. But then you did because you're a kid and you don't know shit, and you always constantly want to fix things, but you also don't want to bear the consequences. Again, how a kid would think? Like I think I'm gonna. Get- the notion that's like, oh, but um, why didn't uh, Peter just cast a spell of like everyone would forget Spider-Man except these people? I'm like, yeah, but also he's a bumbling idiot. He's a kid. He's gonna think quick on his feet. He's not gonna think about anything else because at first it's like I don't want people to know about Spider-Man. And then Strange's like, so by the way, if I cast this, 
no one will know. And they'll be like, oh, shoot, right. So, girlfriend? Okay, fine. Ned? Okay, okay, but stop. May? Dude, stop. So, obviously, it's the constant that the kid being like, oh, my God, this wizard can, like, help my problems. But also, like, I wanted it my way. And what? It created a portal. Not portal, but, you know, it created a, a multiverse. That shouldn't have happened, but but you know a kid does things very stupid, and strange you know being I guess the uh the adult in the movie because same way happened with Nick Fury, same thing happened with Iron Man. It's like I just said, like it's it's not like an overbearing like oh man, Strange is in every fucking ten minutes and he has six. No no no, he was there for the first I think like first two acts. Obviously he gets trapped in the uh, he gets trapped in the uh, mirror dimension. Um. Because, but I found it so cool that 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 Peter kind of got smart and be like, "Wait, geometry." Okay, so this isn't out of this world magic stuff. Like, I can, I can, I can trap him at his own game, and he did, and he outsmarted him, and yeah, he's he's smart, guys. Who would have thought Peter Parker smart? Wow, when did I see that shit happen? Um. Also, some of the dialogue is actually funny. I actually enjoy the scene where, uh, you know, Peter's just choosing the people that should still remember. And then at the very end, he he just thinks about happy. And he's like, happy? And Strange is just like, no, I'm annoyed. Like, no, I'm annoyed. Like, why happy? Like, who's this bumbling? Who's this other bumbling idea that you want to include in this pseudo world where everyone knows but them? Like, stop it. Like, better boy. That's actually funny dialogue. It uh, is, and and it's not. It's not. Uh, I mean, sure, there's like juvenile jokes here and there. Oh my god, you think like so cringe. But uh, hey, guys, this is still a kids movie, you know. Same okay, uh, on that topic, real quick, because I do find some of the jokes. I'm like, okay, we get, like at the very beginning, you have the sex joke, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, we get it. They're teenagers. Uh, uh, but you know, something back. Something so really intense just happened to Peter Parker. But sure, let's just jump right into a sex joke. Okay, what, what did I miss? And I'm sorry, technical difficulties. I can hear you guys. You guys yeah, we're heard, just talking about. We're just talking about. Awful. Yeah, yeah. We're just basically talking how I think the strange was handled really good, and you know, it's not like oh my god, he carried and he's the point of it. Like no, no, like yes, he. He, alongside Peter, created this mess, but obviously this is still Peter's um, yeah, responsibility. Responsibility, yeah. But our responsibility to take said responsibility, but, you know, it was handled well, and then we were talking about how, you know, the dialogue in this movie were very cohesive. Nothing felt like, we need to make a joke right now. No, it was, it was very... I, I can, I have, like, I, there's some, there's some. I have difficulties with that to admit to sit to like be that, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to call you guys biased, but like I feel like if I were to say it, I would be, I would be, you know, acting as a bias because I love Spider-Man so much. But like the, there's a lot of constant shift in tone in this movie where it kind of does like bother me, and like the first, like the first act, I wasn't a big fan of mainly because it was, it just felt like. 
what we've gotten before, right? I was like, okay, I would get it. You know, MCU movie, I get it. Peter Parker, funny. Like what you just mentioned. Oh, yeah. Like traumatic moment, you know, I'm being chased by the law. Sex joke. And I'm like, come on, guys. You know, like, okay, I get it, right? I get it. And I don't want to get too much into Jesus. I want to get to that part later on. But like, there's a lot more that occur that just, like, yeah, yeah. It, it just doesn't, it, you know, it just keeps happening. And I'm like, guys, come on. Like, let's, let's stick to one tone, please. Um, but yeah, like, there are some of the, to be honest, that's another thing. Like, a lot of the jokes were happening, and I was like, not laughing at all. I, I, I my theater was like dying, and I'm over here like, okay, good. <laughs> like oh, my wow. th- my yeah, best wow. friend was sitting next to him, and he was just ah, like, like laughing. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, that was a that was a, that was a funny. That was a, that was a funny. Okay, shit, I didn't laugh, but I'm not gonna like. I don't give a damn. Like if it doesn't, I don't really care if I didn't laugh. I'm just like okay, that's a, that's just a joke. I, I know what it, I know why it's there, but I'm just, uh-huh. I'm just gonna ignore it because I don't really care much about that. But um, I'm glad you bring that up because that's gonna be very important for like the rest of the like the rest of the, of the you know video content. Uh-huh. Um, villain. So spells happening, chaos. Right. You're freaking out. You're like multiverse. Things are breaking. Peter gets out. He doesn't get accepted into MIT, right? Because that's why he went to Doctor Strange. Kind of silly. I love I like I love Doctor Strange. Like you didn't even try to call university and ask that like, line movie. got that me was dying. Fucking great for for me. I it got me dying because that. because it's like I said. I don't know if you heard like th- this part. I was saying that Peter really thinks. Okay, Peter's decisions on a lot of stuff could be based off like, dude, just think better. Like, dude, he's a kid. He's not gonna think any better because no, I know, I know he's a kid. But this is the thing. I get that, and I and I and I respect the argument. Like, oh, but he's a kid. Like, my guy, my this kid has gone to fucking space. He died for five years, which obviously felt like five seconds. Five seconds. But upon the news of you knowing that you died and you missed five years of like life, and you fought an alien and an alien race on Earth. And on space, you're really gonna fucking tell me that you, you know, you're still gonna act the exact same way? That was my issue with like, it's like, come on, man. Because I get it. I know he's a kid, right? But this kid has gone through a lot of non kid friendly situations for him to still keep acting like a kid, right? So, like, when the whole, like, I don't blame the college part. The college part was pretty funny because I could identify with it. When I started applying for colleges, I didn't know how the system worked. I didn't understand how. So, to me, that was kind of funny. But in the grand scheme, I'm like, this guy wants to apply to MIT. And he doesn't know that he can just call colleges for stuff like this. You know, it's like, come on, my guy. So, like, instead of calling MIT to at least tell him, look, look. Like uh, Ned and MJ, look, they're 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 not the kind, they're not bad people. They, they never really helped me. Blah blah blah. His first thought was like magic. I'm gonna fucking summon Doctor yeah, Strange. Of the, yeah, because of the whole like like wizards and the uh, yeah. Like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Right. But anyways, big spell happening. Yeah. He creates a cool prism thing, like we saw in What If. And then he goes to talk to the, the Peter goes to talk to the lady. So for the MIT thing, he's like, hey, can you help my friends? And then, boom, Spidey Sense. I love how it was for, it was shown in this movie a lot. It was really, really well made. Well done. 
And then we hear Doc Ock's theme, which gave me a little goosebumps. Ooh, I think I was like, I was like, whoa, it's happening, it's happening. And then we see him come out. And I'm like, oh. I was here thinking, yo, yeah, I was here thinking, that's the part of the trailer that they kept bringing. That's up. the part of the trailer. <laughs> I gotta say though, like to, to like for the villains though, I would I'm gonna be very honest. I love how they explained every villain. Because I was very, I was very worried, right? Because I yeah, was like, how, how are you gonna like, explain how, everyone? Like, why are they here? How are they here? You know, Doc Ock was good in the end of Spider Man Two. Sandman was never really in, in, it wasn't really a villain. Like, why are they here? Like, Electro looks different. He has an arc reactor. Why? And they explained this very, very well. Now let's detail each and every villain. Okay. Talking, we're gonna be talking about appearances fight scenes, conversations, the way that the acting, the way their origin was explained, you know, in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Starting off with El Papi de los Papis, Doc Ock. Well, what can I say about the uh, resident uh, Alfred Molina fan club? Um, this man delivered. This man was cryogenically frozen for 17 years, brought back and acted the same way that he acted in Spider-Man 2. Never skipped a beat. The, um, you know, um, obviously they explained this as if he... My interpretation of how they mentioned it was this: ha he got sucked in the moment when um, Toby was, like, trying to reason with him and grabbed him. Because he said, like, I was grabbing... Yeah, it was, it was throat. exactly. It was literally before he before. like before exactly. he turned, like he turned good. Yes, yeah, go so I was like, oh, yes, I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, you 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 did what I wanted you to do. Exactly. Explain it properly. Exactly. I don't care if it ends up being ass. You you explained it properly, right? You went you went ahead and you said, right. So I know he's good at the end of Spider Man too. Which then again, which if you think about it. It could, you know how he they fixed him, you know, Peter. Park, I'm jumping a little bit ahead. You say, know how Peter, how Peter, like you know, like saves him. He helps the neural link, and Doc is in control of the arms again. Yeah. When he goes back, maybe that's why he changed his mind when he was talking to Toby Maguire back then. You know, it's, it's if you think about it, it's very well like written. But besides the point, I. It was really well, man. It was just so yeah, cool. yeah. Do Doc and Doc, Ock, really Doc Ock's performance was amazing. Doc Ock, show, uh, Doc Ock was there, and and I guess we're gonna jump, kind of tippy toying on a lot of stuff. Yeah. But you know, I like how he he was introduced as a baddie and be like, um, what are you doing with my machine? Obviously, he's still thinking about the reactor. Yeah. Like, yo, so, what like, are you doing with my machine, what are you, What's going on? The, oh so man, obviously, yep. um, also. Let's also talk about the little fear that we thought about in my universe. Tony Stark did and like no. So what ended up happening is that he got a bit of the nanotech. Obviously, it got into the arms, and that's how yeah. it got like oh. And then and technically, in in Raimi's universe, there is nanotech mentioned. There's nanotech, like, so, yeah, so it's, I, I don't. I never minded that. I just wanted mm -hmm. to know how it happened. But I will see. say this: I'm gonna get real nitpicky here. I hate it. Like it makes sense, but I hated the fact that Peter very quickly took command of the arms. I was like, "Come on, my guy! Why? Why would you do this to like Doc? Like, why'd you do him like that?" I found that really annoying. And then you see Peter just fucking giggling and messing around. I'm like, 
Does this kid not take anything serious? You were about to be impaled, right? You were about to die. And your next thought is so like, <laughs> I'm controlling the arms. Look at this. <laughs> I mean, like, come I mean, on, my guy. I mean, I mean, the man is a trickster, per se. Man, it's a no, quippy, it's quick, quick, quippy, quippy extraordinaire. But he's never really been a quippy extraordinaire in the MCU. He's been an annoying talking kid, but not a quippy extraordinaire. Leave that. Leave that to my to the other good person in the that we will soon talk about. Yeah, that that's the uh, that's the nitpick you got for that for that scene for that for that scene. Out. That's my nitpick. I just didn't like the fact that you know, because like, again, I'm not I'm not complaining about like oh, it's possible. No, it obviously makes sense. You know, it's a neural link. The nanotech is neurally linked to Peter Parker. It explains why. Also, I thought Melina. Like Alfred Molina's uh, Doc Ock's arms are neural linked as well, so that nanotech would just mix with that, so that Doc Ock can control it, and then also Peter can just with his suit just control it as well. Besides that, the fight scene was amazing. I love the little conversation they had, like like Doc Ock saying, "Like, oh, it looks like we have some competition." He sees, and I love that throughout. If you if you notice throughout the movie, they keep mentioning Aunt May, right? Because Doc Ock says, "Oh, I should have paid a little visit to that." I think I don't remember if he said to your aunt. No, or to no. MJ. I saw the movie three MJ. times. Yeah, Louis. Louis should know. Louis should know. He saw the no, movie three times. No, I think it's. He mentions girl. MJ, right? I think it's girl. Say. He mentions MJ because uh, exactly. In his head, he's referring to Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Yeah, and he says something similar. I think in Spider Man Two, he says, "Uh, I should have killed your little girlfriend while I had the chance." And obviously, yes, he Peter's, does. Peter just thinks his MJ, and he's just like. What the fuck you just say about Zendaya? Yeah, I love how they, they constantly. <laughs> I love how they're constantly trying to like pick at Peter, right? Because obviously he's never had this happen to him before, where they where they where they have threatened the people he knows and loves. So in this movie, it's happening constantly because these aren't you know these aren't MCU villains. I mean, we're talking about like Raimi villains and like um Webb's villains. Like these villains didn't give a shit, right? Like, Doc Ock, dead ass wanted to kill people, and he did. Green Goblin, same thing. Not a his single... His heart, MC- Norman. First we attack his heart. The heart. Thank you, Louis. Tell me how. Tell me how. Tell me So, like, with the... Oh, another, another issue. Not an issue. It's just another, like, thing I didn't like. That the theater laughed, and I was, like, baffled at it. I was like, oh, what was your name again? My name is Dr. Otto Octavius. And then they giggle. I'm like, why are why is the why is it funny? That's not funny. It is yeah, just isn't. And then the leader's like, oh I'm like OJ, OJ, that, that's the MCU cue for laughter. Dude, you're so above it. I, I like, switched no. that, I switched it off, man. I'm gonna switch be honest. Up, it's gonna make me sound like really annoying, but that's the one thing I'm like proud I could I could turn off. I know a lot of people like they're like, oh, I'm not gonna watch any more MCU movies. They're overwhelming. They're the same thing. Like, you know what? Yeah, you're not entirely wrong. I'm just glad it didn't turn into that. I just went into like these movies are like the laugh track logo sign. I don't even I don't see it anymore. Well, it Good. happened a lot. It happened a lot. Like, it's happened a lot. Like with Chang Chi, Eternals, Black Widow. Like with all these movies, it, it it's been happening more and more. And now with Spider Man, there were a lot of jokes. Like the one with um. MJ in the roof, how they were like, like, oh, like, don't uh, stop saying that. It's like, yes, my spider lord. The theater fucking died. And I was just like, 
Bro, eso es Raymond y sus amigos type of jokes. Pero, y pues, hey, Raymond y sus arietas. Raymond y sus arietas. Y pues, like, we are just above it, yeah. I guess. Just yeah, like, no, no. It, but again, I don't want to say it that way because it makes me sound like very cocky. And that's not the case. Like, if you right. found it funny, I'm not going to blame you for finding it funny. I'm just saying that it's it's a weird feeling to sit in a theater where everyone's collectively laughing at a joke and you're just there like, and it's not that you didn't get the joke. It's just that you, it's just not, it's just not funny, right? But I know what you mean. You know, I, I missed it. I missed it. And that was the cue for laughing. And I, I did not perform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did not perform. But that was the other thing about Doc Art that I was like, well, that's annoying. But again, Alfred Molina delivered. Everything looks great. If you guys want to add anything about Doc Ock specifically. I, I teared up a little knowing that this man, sorry, seeing him in two, that was 2004, 2004, that was about, I was about eight. Seeing him at eight years old and seeing him now still brings me joy because I really adore this character. I adore him as Bella yes. playing my, my, uh, one of my favorite characters. And it's just, bro. Th also this movie is a breath of fresh air for every actor that we're going to talk about because I feel like there, if you look at it from behind the scenes, from, from, you know, the, the movies that they've been sure. There were some that, you know, peak, you know, I, I, I always think that, Willem Dafoe enjoyed his, his thing at the first Spider-Man and in this one, especially in this one. This one, he really said, yo, I'm coming back and I'm coming back just like to fuck with this character a lot. And 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 he did. Es como que like la primera, yeah, you know, the attack is hard. Going after Anne May and that scene, like, say it, deliver. Like that scene, bonkers. But it isn't until um, the third act. Uh, where he really went fucking goblin, like yeah. scary, joker. Guys, wait, I wanted to leave the best for last, and that's the guy we're talking about. Oh, okay, so what? So what just, just, I just want to know if you guys, uh, Louis, you got anything to add about Doc Ock specifically? Uh, oh, nothing you guys haven't already said. Uh, I think everything is just perfect. Like, it feels like I'm watching him from like 2004 again. The only, and if I want to get nitpicky, and like this is really getting nitpicky, everything feels not real and not practical the way it did in 2004. Yes. I like, agree. I know there's not a single scene where he doesn't have those mechanical arms. And in Spider Man 2, there's so many moments that I'm just like, I can't tell if this is practical or not. Mm -hmm. Like, this is some good CG. Like, obviously, you have the scenes where, like, he's being raised up or, like, it's a fast swing that's obviously CG. But yeah. there's just moments that, like, the claws just, like, stand right here. And I'm just like, is that practical? Is that CG? Can't fucking tell. Whereas here, yeah. you see them and yeah, you're you, just like, you know. that's CG. Yeah, you know. That, yeah, you know this CG, yeah. And by the way, don't be afraid to get it. Because here's the thing. I want to... I, I, we all love this movie, right? But I want to be nitpicky. I want to find those things, right? Because it's, to me, nitpicks make movies better in a way. Because when all you can see is the good, you ignore. Like if you can find bad in a movie, there's always going to be something good. That's my that's my way of seeing and reviewing movies. I like nitpicking them, especially there's, if it's something I really, really love. There's a very, very, very strong nitpick that I saw on Twitter that I noticed and I got so upset 
we'll talk about it when we get there. But oh, it's nice. such a nitpick that <laughs> I'm just it's it's such a nitpick that I was just like, you stupid motherfuckers. Yes, but yes, but exactly again. That's why that's why I wouldn't nitpick because these are things that like yes, they're here, but they're not. They don't ruin the the the, the you know the, the experience. They really don't because you can you can easily look look past that. Like I don't care. We'll get there when we get there. We will. We will. So next villain, Electro. This was I'm, I'm just saying this was the one right. Apart from like the rest, and you know, and Papi Little Papi, que fue Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, yes, Electro. Yes. As as soon as I saw Jamie Foxx, I'm like, here he fucking is, right? This is God. Every actor that they brought in, right, from the other universes, because you know yeah. we're not bullshitting. Everyone comes back. You all know this. You saw the movie. Again. I never had an issue with elect like the the casting for Jamie Foxx as Electro in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, right? I didn't even mind the way he looked. I didn't. He looks like that in the comics and in the cartoons as well. He's been blue before. It's nothing new, right? My issue with it was they wrote him so bad, and they didn't give a chance to Jamie. They didn't give Jamie Foxx a chance to actually perform. I'm not gonna slam my desk. It's gonna be really loud. Uh huh. But he performs in this film like Jamie Foxx is such a good actor, and it shows. It's right here. It was brilliant. I just loved the way that they took a character that was not very good, and it wasn't the actor's fault. It was just not very well. Yeah, they made him into a B, to be at the villain. Literally, and they make because again, this is someone, and I love how also he was explained like I was about to become pure energy, about to get the grid, and I'm and I, I'm here. And I love the explanation. This is a whole different type of energy, giving him a new different, a new different body, right? They even mentioned the whole like, oh, you had a face, teeth, and all they, that. I, stuff. Yeah, like, I, yeah. It's okay. they explain it because again, and, and I did, I, I like that, Louis. Also, your camera froze. I don't know, like you're good over there on your end. No, yeah, it's acting up a bit, but you know, I'm still it's here. All good. It's all good. Okay. So I really enjoyed Electro a lot. It was because of that, because you could see Jamie Foxx's performance shine through. Uh-huh. And honestly, that that for me was like it really made me really it made me really happy. And I like Peter like when he comes back and he's just like talking to him and I that scene with him swinging through the uh, through the electrical field that was a beautiful shot right there as well and it was just really 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 good like honestly and also and also, and also I think the. Uh the reintroduction obviously in an electrical grid okay yeah yeah it I was would... perfect and i really enjoyed it and I everything really enjoyed and it. everything kind of pulling in together creating the his his physical yeah. form i'm like there he is mm-hmm. and there he is and they showed i mean they played a little snippet of my enemy just when he when he's like attacking peter i'm like yep Again, they give cinema. these audio cues, and they're so good, man. So good. So a lot of audio cues that for most yes. wouldn't be, they would literally blow past. But no. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. I you haven't, rewa- you I haven't think- rewatched the film, but I, would even I really think- want to. Some, some would even think that's just Michael just like doing those cues. Like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Michael's a great, fantastic uh, composer. This, this little like string arrangement, that's my boy, the one, the only, the legend, son, uh, Hans Zimmer. All right, yeah. put some respect on, on, put on some this. Put some respect. So, so, that intro also, was like very good. Also, I gotta say, 
Electro's like not wanting to go back. Like yes. his decision, his old decision to not want to come back. Hey, yo, we got a brand new setup with Louis though. What's good? Yeah, yeah. Wi Fi was acting up. Uh, oh, hey, so yeah. you're hoping this is better. Grab me right. some mods, bro. What a snack. No. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, Electro is just so good, in my opinion. I really enjoyed it. I like his the like him not wanting to go back. He's like, this is a brand new, like this new energy, new feeling. This is a brand new world. He can tell just by the energy. And I like the thought of the thought of like dimensions, like different multiverses. Well, different universes, my universes say. have like different power grids and all that. And then you the, it goes more and more in deep when they're talking about technology. Like the technology here is a lot more like advanced as well. And you stop and think and you're like, that's amazing. Like the amount of detail, the amount of world building that you've done just with Electro was beautiful to me. And again, the world building is 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 well written. Wow, guys, what an actual concept when people go in a room and sit down and try to explain the audience, us, why is it that Jamie Foxx from The Amazing Spider-Man and Thomas Hayden Church from Spider-Man 3 can just talk to each other exactly. and be like, like, me entiende? And that is what good writing and really just, and, and to some extent, I think, I, I hate to say the word again, but... Uh, it is ambitious to know that you're connecting a lot of universes within your own universe, the MCU, and make it cohesive. And you would think, obviously, from Spider-Man 3 and even Amazing Spider-Man, that too many characters aren't such a good thing. But they make it work. Yeah, when because I mean, it's really they make it work because they're not there for the entire movie. They quickly, they quickly trap a bunch there of characters and they focus on the one villain who we know is going to be set up for later. Exactly. Let's And let's talk about him right now. Before I get to him, I know I'm only mentioning three villains. Why? Because Salmon and Lizard are bench warmers for the final fight scene. Good can't tell yeah, me they're bench warmers. They're yeah, bench warmers for the last part. And I don't mind. I like their redesign, though. I like how the Lizard looks different. People are like, he looks exactly the same. No, he doesn't. Also, they really his eyes really, are different. I mean, and I don't want to. I don't want. Okay, yes, it kind of does look like. Hey, so Sandman and Lizard are very just like eh, uh, villains, and yeah, like that's really much. I'm not the, saying they're eh, well, They're not eh, villains. Like their character development weren't, is just weren't, like they're not as important. That's not I like Sandman. Like he's just like yeah, I'll have a daughter. I want to get back to bro. Uh huh. It's like, wait, yeah. you're not the Peter. I like that part. Like, you're not the Peter I know. Did you just kill that guy? What the fuck are you? And he just gets pissed and he's like, who are you? And then, and then Lizard is just still achieving that whole, like, yo, so like, yo, if we become Lizard guys, like, we literally achieve Nirvana. He's still like, on I love that mentality. He's like, I can fix you. What? You're going to turn me into a Lizard? He's like, yes. Yes. You're I love, her. that's another thing I love about Lecture. Like, Lecture's so funny. Like, that was that's a character that is well written and everything he delivers is funny because it's in it fits very well with his within his character. Also, Jamie, I'm gonna say it right here, Jamie enjoyed more the the act the, the, the part of this movie more than a Mrs. Spider-Man. And he has no definitely said. and he yeah, has because he got because he got to he got to act. He actually got to act, he got to be himself. Like his acting in this reminded me a lot about like him in, in, in Django. Like where he's so like quick about it to answer the stuff is like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Turn me into a lizard? I love that. Like he's just so quick about that stuff, and I really, really enjoyed it. Now that you say that about Django, 
I can't remember the character's name, but his character in Baby Driver, I got so many vibes of that. Where like he's just witty and quick, and he's just like, eh, yeah. I don't listen to shit. Baby, listen to himself. You know, stuff like that. Like he mm-hmm. just has that kind of attitude, yeah. and like it's not bad. I think that's Jamie Fox at like oddly his best when yes. he's a type of like I do what I want type of attitude. Yeah, I really like that. If you think he's also kind of similar to like the first time I saw that kind of attitude was also like in twenty twenty one and twenty two Jump Street, I think. He's also kind of like that, where he's very quick and to deliver <laughs> very a lot of conversations, and is a little bit more comedic. I really enjoyed that a lot. Um, so yeah, a Sandman. I gotta say, one of the things that's another joke that it did make me laugh, right? But it, I didn't have. It was just like a, you know, it was like it's like it's like a two chuckle. That's it, two chuckles. That's all it got for me. The theater also just died hysterically. Was when Sandman gets into like they take all he takes. Peter takes all the villains to the apartment. Sandman sits in the sofa in the couch. He's just like, oh man, wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. my bad. And I'm like, you see, like that's funny, right? But it's so dumb. Yeah. It it did get me though because it was like, oh shit. Let me just. Sorry. All right, I forgot. I'm I'm made made of fucking sand. I and I. It's funny because I'm like, dude. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that because you're in a new universe, you can't go back to your normal human self. Because when it in Spider-Man three, your ass was just a human, right? You were you were human form, and you would just like whenever you got in trouble, you're like dust, right? But other than that, you could just walk around like a normal human. Here, you're just sand, just constantly oozing out of you, you oozing sand, and you're like, oh shit, I'm like, sorry. oh, oh shit, I'm sorry. this guy has issues, right? Yeah. But anyways, that's that's the point. We're stalling too much for the main exactly. horse, the man, the myth, the legend. Green fucking goblin, Willen Defoe. This Limit. man, this, wow. So, he delivered, right? No questions asked. Eso no se niega. O sea, ese tipo llegó, él, él seguillo. I will not tolerate, I will not tolerate Willen Defoe slander any longer. Thank you. I don't even know who's been slandering Willem Dafoe. This guy, like, kills every role he's in. He's just an incredible actor. My guy, he's so good. And you can tell, obviously, he's, we've seen him from, from interviews. He enjoys being Green Goblin. He enjoys doing fun stuff like this for fans. You know what's wild? That a 60, 67-year-old... 66 years old, and he did his stunts. Well, I was about to say, like... Yeah, it's not tough, but I was going to say, like, he he pitched... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, when they pitched the idea, the said, thing, the pitch the idea with it. it's after. Yeah, it's if and I then, get to do my stunts. Yeah, you know how wild it is that a sixty-six-year-old is like beating your ass. Obviously, shits and giggles. Obviously, but yeah. but as I hypothetically speaking, but like man, this man really committed to the role. It's not like no, I'm just gonna say some, some you know my lines, my you know I'm, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. No, no, like that he was so he clever. was there and he was active and obviously he drove the entire third third act of just basically banding every villain that wants to stay against Spidey and Doc in a sense because he got you know his thing isn't isn't fucked up anymore and I love it I love that his motivation is like no we're not supposed to be cured we're we're fine we're fine how we are what do you mean I am bad no I'm fine if I I just love it and and also I like that he breaks his new suit, uh, his old suit. It's like no, and typical. I just, I, 
I just thought of fucking Harry in Spider-Man 2. Avenge me, no! And then he broke his own the mask, and I'm like, yeah, I get I it. Love... You're, you're, you're trying to break down your bad self, even though you can't really do anything about it. Sorry. I, I love how Willem Dafoe, like, and he he does this obviously in the Raimi film, but you just notice it a whole lot more here, mm. where he's such a tremendous actor. You can see the moment where it's no longer Norman Osborn and it's the Goblin. Like, you know, Norman Osborn's obviously, he's just like scared. He just sounds like yeah. weak. He's just like, oh, I don't know. I'm so confused. I'm scared. But then like, when Goblin comes in, especially in that scene in the in the apartment, oh my yes. fucking god! When he when he swips the his hand, he's just like, "That's some neat trick of yours." And like, <laughs> it's like Norman Norman's on sabbatical. He's so good. Oh my god, I love it that, so I love that I, line. And obviously, you can tell by the dentures. They did the dentures thing yes. again of like normal teeth. He's fine. Crooked. That's him, that's uh, uh, Green Goblin. So come okay. Yeah. Dude, and, it's just so good. And yeah, his his line deliveries, especially when, you know, that scene in the bed, I'll say it, man. The apartment scene with Spider-Sense, him basically be- having everything, every noise is canceled out and he's figuring out what is wrong. That is a very, very great interpretation of Spider-Man. Also, very scary. That, that moment, you're like, you, you feel anxious. You're like, he has because, so much danger oh, around him. Exactly. Because, and I and I felt like you know, the one that I that that comes to mind is but into the Spider Verse. I like how how the animation of like Spider Sense is coming in. Obviously, um, I would even think also in Spider-Man 2, remember when, remember the train scene where he's like looking ahead and like, he's kind of noticing. Yeah, yeah, you see the yeah. zoom. That, yeah. that, that's also pretty nice. Um, But this one, this one, I loved it because again, okay, I'm, this movie vindicated the character so much for me because at first hand, Homecoming, yes, floss here and there, but it's a fine movie and I never understood how like how bashful this movie was at at the start as as being the first movie of the MCU. Like guys, like you're overly hating this so much. Like calm down. It's there's still movies to go. Calm. Like it's the first. We set this on Toby's at the first iteration. Calm the fuck down. Then Far From Home come in, and I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. How is the the characters going? It's fine. It's fine. Really, and it's then not fine. for for you for listen. In this Bro, one, it's it, not fine. Far from home was ass. But that's all I want to say. That's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. No right, way right. home finally gave me the reason why he's always been doing this. Like this isn't a new trick. This isn't a new thing to show. He's done this, and I love that in the apartment scene. I love that you know, yeah, that's how I would assume a spider sense feels and looks like. He's sensing fear. He's sensing danger, urgency. What is going on? It's not like a, it's not like a, like a telepathic thing. I was like, hmm, you might be danger. What are you saying? No, no. It's just like everything's fine, but then it's like something's off. Yeah, they 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 treat it like a sense. So obviously they mute everything and, out and, and everything's like looking around. But, but it's I, very well portrayed. Like in in terms of one like shot. Yeah, in terms of like the one shot, obviously, and then like 
having everything blur out, just focusing on him, the noise is just like the way you say it. that's how you that's how you can explain to someone what that feels like. Don't get me wrong, I love like from the previous Spider-Man, how it was always like a little note, like a little and like you would know. It would let you know. I, I love that as well. Because those make me those those seem more like a reflex type thing, right? This one is more like a like a spidey senses tingling, right? The tingle. You gotta feel the tingle. Listen to your tingle, right? Because it's what it feels like. You're oh my, like you're dissociating. You're almost like, what the fuck is going on, right? For the other Spider-Man, the spider sense was almost always used as like dodge, duck, like watch right. out. Because it's that's and that's why you get the like a little because you're supposed to react and hear it quickly. Here, Even- you're supposed to like assess the situation so you're gonna get a much more like even he doesn't know he, he's trying to figure out like what is going on and the Damn. first and the first thing he says is like may question mark where are you you're there fuck out of here girl get yeah that's it fuck out. That, that's it that's even like uh like trying to paint the room as to who is in the room that's off yes. and i like that for me, like, right, like, you would think it's like an instant thing, like, it's it's sensing, and you already know it's like, no, I'm trying to figure it out because, yeah, because, yeah, because that's what I think again. Like, that's why I don't mind. I, I obviously I didn't mind it, I loved it, but that's where this spidey sense, the way it was portrayed in this situation, is different from previous Spider Man because in other Spider Man, they only they almost always used it for like dodging objects, obstacles, a villain, a sneak attack, that sort of thing. So that's why you would hear a very quick, like, scatter. Right. Or a little note going off music to let you know that something's happening right now and it happens right then and there. So in this case, I really enjoyed how they portrayed that. It was really, really I really so well. I really enjoy how it's uh the the scene paints itself as a like someone's gonna betray me. I just don't know who yet. And he has to pinpoint who it is because he's just yes. surrounded by so much danger. Right. And even Electro, he goes to him, he's like, Why are you looking at me funny? And like Electro has you know trust issues right now so he's just like i don't think this kid's gonna help us he might kill us even uh auto was like that and peter's just like someone's gonna attack me who and i who? just like when he closes his eyes you hear the heart beating faster 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 until finally fucking and he just swips at a fucking goblin and then there the the tide just turns and it's just it's just a roller coaster from there on and it is so fucking good yes. Before we talk about now that perfect like leeway into like the actual apartment fight scene, what did you guys feel for like Tom, like Peter Parker, like Tom Holland, Spidey to bring all the villains here and try to save them? Okay, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Uh huh. Lay it on him. This Peter Parker, and the thing is, it it shows throughout all three films, so it's. A continuous trait that I both hate and love, but I love it because it's such a Peter Parker thing to do. Even with his villains, like, he's just so gullible. He is the most gullible fucking idiot. But I love it because it's such in his character, in my opinion. Like, the fact that he, when Strange told him, like, hey, they're gonna die. And he's just like, why do they gotta die? Why can't we change them? And like, it just like with Vulture, he never killed Vulture. He could kill Tombs, but he chose not to because that is his girl, well, his girlfriend at the time, the girl he was trying to, he, the girl he liked, 
that's her that's her, her father it's like yo she doesn't have to lose her father like i, I just not to be this way and even in fucking far from home he doesn't kill mysterio mysterio kind of shoots himself yeah like, he never wanted to kill no. mysterio and then for him to like not do everything in his power to want to change these villains who are so like and these are villains that obviously he doesn't know as an audience we know yeah you see goblin and you're just like you can't change that and we know that yeah he don't know that he does his best and like you know he's so gullible he's just like he's so nice look at him yeah you know he's i'm gonna help him you know he's something of a scientist himself (laughs) and then all hell breaks loose and I just love how he gets to his lowest point. I'm not going to get there yet. Right. But right. Uh-huh. I just, he is just so gullible. And it never works in his favor. And I just think that's so poetically sad in the character. And I yeah. love it. I'm not going to go any further than that. Because mm-hmm. okay. it just gets sadder. Yeah. But. Well, I, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the same boat you are, where you both love and hate. But here's why: in my case, I hated it before because, like, in the first movie, Homecoming, like, I got it, right? I get it. It's the first movie; he's gonna be gullible. And the second film comes around, like in Far From Home, where I'm like, this is a little like frustrating because you fought, you've already fought villains, you know, you've you've been through enough traumatic. traumatic you know, you've been through enough trauma. Traumatic. traumatic like, you think he'd learn. You think he'd learn, and he doesn't, right? So that's what I'm like. he's too good. And no, that's the, that's the difference for me. He's not good. He's too gullible. In this movie, he chooses to be good to try and save them, but then the gullible comes through when you see Green Goblin convince him to help them, right? This is where the writing it comes into play. So it seems like a good act, but in reality, he's just being gullible once more. He's letting a villain manipulate him again. And I and that's where I it kind of annoys me in a way, because he doesn't learn that. They try to paint it like it's a good act, because at the end of the day, it is a good act. You're trying to help these people, but it didn't happen because you wanted to help them. It happened because like you heard like uh you know Norman Osborne be like Please no, don't don't kill us. I can help you. I'm a bit of a scientist myself. And then like he he fell for that again. And I'm like, why? Because if it would if it was the case where you're being very cautious, right? Like, oh, I can help you. No, no, you're saying right there, I can figure this out. Obviously, I know I know I I, I don't want it, I didn't want the movie to go that route because then again we wouldn't have the movie. Like I understand why they do these things. I, I know how fucking script writing works. You need to have these obstacles, otherwise the story just doesn't keep going. But when he brought him to the apartment, I was just like, este cabrón no aprende. That's literally what I said, and someone behind me just started laughing. I was just like, este cabrón no aprende. Because he always does the same shit. And if it was written as like a, a good, like a, like, like the character just has this inherent, inherent, inherent good trait, I would buy it. But it's always just because he's gullible, right? And that's my issue with like that scenario. That's where my like my love hate thing just happens with him. Like it's just it's it's always painted as oh he's just gullible. Okay. In the I end, did. in the end, he did decide to be. In the end, he acted good, and that was like I'm gonna get to that when we get there, right? That from that moment on, that decision was just him being good. 
not gullible. He he decided to do it. Okay. I'm just listening and just kind of. I don't know. I don't have anything different mm-hmm. to say other than the amount of good that he still has that can be masked as gullible because he like this man legitimately gives me well no not even gives me I can just say for anime for, for anime fans out there this man is the American interpretation of Deku and I'll explain why. Oh god. It was so fucking good. Like inherently it's like yo man like friends even though he's a villain dude if we team up here okay things are gonna get better because we will help people and even though he's gonna be like like a, a, a villain it's like no i want to kill you but, but what if we use that energy that you have for good what do you say but obviously he's gonna obviously the whole like bit of like i'm a bit of a scientist like oh yeah of course yeah you know you, you're from moscow yeah you told you told me that of, of course you can help even though goblin deep down is like this kid this kid's an idiot. <laughs> this an idiot. What the fuck? Goblin has like three more notes. Like, I didn't have to use these in this I didn't have to use that was easy, bro. Just, just one line? That's all I had to Buzzy say. Buzzy Buzzy said, say the line, Bart. And it's like, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. You're in. You're in. I do enjoy the narrative that out of everyone, he heals Otto first. Because Otto genuinely is a good person. Yes, yes. So it already puts... It already puts in... In Peter's point of view, it puts in his head that, like, I can do this. Yeah. From that point on, I'm glad you bring that. From that point on, I'm like, this stops him being gullible and him being a good person. I think, yeah, I think. Because then his acting, like, oh, my God, I did this and he's happy. I I think the thought of him, I was was curious, you know, like, why, not why, but I'm like, he helped Otto first. He helped, all right, because, I mean. Yeah, you're like, all right, a bad person. Right, you're like, all right, because I mean, think about it. Like, this man kind of did fuck up the arc reactor. So even if even if he thinks that Peter was the one destroying it, it's like, no, you you did it in your mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Oh, you're still good, dude. You just yeah. corrupted. Uh, that was really that was honestly really really good, and I have to admit that was amazing. But like like I said, like it's just the gullible line. He's too sí. gullible for me. Sí, 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 sí. Yeah, it's just that. Porque como como dicen en Puerto Rico, una cosa es el bueno y una cosa es el pendejo, right? And and he like in Puerto <laughs> como el de la definición puertorriqueña, él no es bueno, él es un pendejo. I can't like that. I can't say the things like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He, dude, he's a dumbass. This is the same kid that in the same movie said, instead of calling MIT and just telling them, hey, please, please give me one more chance, goes to a wizard. Goes to a fucking wizard, right? Because, you know, but again, these are just for fun, honestly. Well, now, of course, now, of course. let's get to the real thing. Yes. This movie very quickly felt like I was holding a PlayStation 4 control and I was playing Spider-Man. Fucking PS4, my guy. These moves, I'm telling you, I'm like, this guy, look, look, Sony went like, hey, can we add like our fight scenes to this? What do you mean your fight scenes? And they just show a bro a video. They they roll with a little TV, it's like hit play. And it's just gameplay of the Spider-Man game. Nah, Tom Tom said Tom said, like, yo, so I was playing Tom Dio. No, I played the Spider-Man game and then and then no 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 no. No, no, like look, triangle. Triangle square. Look at what he does. Look at what he does. You know what the oh. meme that I saw from Green Goblin? Yes, yeah, like looking up when he sees the and it, and it and was that and it was that yo. 
That was yeah. amazing. Okay, so that fight scene was incredible. I love how Salmon's always like, I'm a dip, right? He's like, I'm a dip. He just goes like, you know what? They're fighting. Bye. He's like, adios, no bemo. I mean, it was very non-confrontational. Yeah. Lizard was always, I love how Lizard was in the trucks. Like, I'm going to mind my own business. I'm going to wait for my time to shine. And then I I just love like when, when, like, when everyone's done with him, like he just grabs the scraps of Peter. It's like, I told you to be careful, Peter. Peter. And then then leaves again. I'm like, okay, Lizard, thanks for the pep talk. Doc, the doc leaves because he got fucked up while going the electro just yeah. being like, yo, so the arc reactor, boom, and then just Yeah. But then Green Goblin. I love how Peter just fucking he's like, okay. So Peter starts like, you know, like thwipping and trying to like evade, right? And then the goblin's like, nah, bro, I'm here to fucking kill. Body slams him through a floor. And that's where Peter Peter's like, you know what? Screw this. He just starts going ham and the goblin's just laughing at him. That was raw. That was fucking insane, bro. That, that, that was actually horrifying. That was fucking, yo. That's that's fucking bro, Joker. Bro. That's like Joker level. I was about to say this. Insane, like, this is my dude. Joker. Mo- this is my Joker moment. Bro, here just it is. Fucking punch after punch, and he's just like, ah, like. Also, there's a moment in the fight that, like, Peter, like in this movie, Peter uses his webs in such a creative way. Very well I don't, like. I never would have thought, like, when he's it, when he's injured in that floor. To bust open the window, he just uses the web and just breaks the window. I'm like, that's so cool. It's yeah. that little thing like, that's just like, dope. It's like so it's amazing. And like, yo, bro, in the fucking balcony where he's just like goblins on top, and so he uses the webs to like twist <sighs> and then uses them again to use more force down. I'm like, yo, this is like the freaking video game. So yeah. at this point, third act is essentially where the movie is redeeming itself, right? This is where I'm like, yo, this shit's fucking good. It's fucking amazing. That fight scene was honestly one of my favorite fight scenes from Tom Holland, like in the entirety of the MCU. The uh, the apartment scene? Yeah, that was hands down the best fight scene we've ever seen. I think I think the whole, I, I don't know if they, someone said that there was like a specific, um, there was a specific, uh, uh, you know, Ah, I can't even say the word. A specific um, scene where it's like very play- uh, Spider-Man PS4. I don't know if that they, were, they mentioned that before the movie came that out is- or something. Oh, okay. I don't remember, but I'll, you know, I really, I w- no me me convence que alguien en verdad jugó el juego dijo, can we can we can we can we, can we do this? Can we? They can have we, to. They yeah, have like, to. Like, can we just put this one? Just do you know one, anything one, about this Uh, no. I was just gonna say that, like, also. Willem Dafoe, Willem Dafoe's dialogue is so good. Like in the in the fights in the apartment, he has a moment that he goes to Peter and he's just like, "Too strong to have it all, too weak to take it." And I'm yes, just like, yes, savage dude, dude. That line, he just he eats this fucking role. And I, like before, like when he's about to start the fight, I love how you say it's like uh, awesome, like Norman. Norman is a bad call. It's just those it's are the type of things that I just love. And I love yes. that they explore that like split personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the from the yeah, second when I was act, a kid, I never understood that. Yeah, from the like, from the late second act going into the third, so it's like the the apartment is kind of like the then literally the 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 detonated the the detonation to what's gonna happen later on. Yeah, you're not you're never you're never gonna talk to Norman until no. the end, and and yeah. that's because I come like yeah, like I I take over. Yeah, 
I love that. Then, then let's talk about that moment. Here we go. Here's where we get into like the serious talk. Let me get the tissues. Look, I'm going to be honest, right? So, okay. So we're going to talk about what happens right after the fight. Aunt May's. Can't wait to talk about this. Yep. Aunt May's death. So I knew this was happening. By the way, uh, we, spoilers, we guys. By the way, spoilers. If you're into this uh, thing, spoilers. We've really been talking spoilers yeah, this entire gotta, time. So we've if been you talking for the entire thing. So, so if we stumble upon this and you thought, why are they spoiling this? Like, I saw you guys. everything. Shut so, up. You made it this far. So, honestly, I knew about So, we've been at it with fucking No Way Home News since the beginning. So, we knew a lot of things. Like, yeah. Confirmed. We got confirmation very early on in the game. I pieced together the uh, main death scene, right? And we talked about this. <laughs> we talked like, about this off-, off camera. This was off camera, right? <laughs> we finished an episode. I don't remember what it was. I think it, it was, was actually that. Uh, we yeah, were talking we did, about we the, the trailer. trailer. We did yeah. the trailer thought, and then we finished and it and thought, so we, we died, two guys, and then we. And yeah, so I pieced it together because I obviously I, I I like editing, so I was like looking at the trailer very detailed. I'm like trying to piece things together, and I'm like. Aunt May dies in the scene. And Louie goes like, do you really, is that your final answer? And I'm like, well, I guess it is now because you just confirmed it. And Louie's like, yep, yeah, it's Aunt May. <laughs> so I was like, okay, great. But again, like a lot of people told me like, oh, what's what's so good about knowing everything? You know, Because I might know everything, but I don't know how it happens. Right? No, I had and so the, out of context how and why. And, and... and so when I see the scene, I, I know where it's leading up. I'm like, okay, this is going to happen soon, right? I get a better, I got to get ready. I wasn't fucking ready. Nope, nope. Exactly. I still cried. I exactly. I cried. It's and- it's it's that because again we kind of say like oh on May dies and you would think it's like you know because of the explosion you thought oh diablo papi like explodó por completo no, no dude it this that. this this aunt this powerful aunt stayed for like I think two minutes at least to like get out of the rubble and said yeah I'm gonna catch my breath and that part broke me. Because then she goes, she stumbles more, and I'm like, "You're not taking a breath. You're taking your last one. Stop it! No." I just and, love, yeah. I just love how she told him, like, you know, with yeah. great power must also. And she said the line, like the original, the OG. I was about to say, I don't think, I don't think a lot of people they misquote this line so much, and I like that. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the one one yeah, how, the how it's saying it. Yep, it is with with great I think power. It's, I, so, and um, I think it, I think it sounds way more. I don't know. Like I feel like with great power, there must yeah. also, you the, know, yeah, it's like great responsibility. It's very well. It fits. So this using the OG fits a lot better with this Spider-Man because right. of what's happened. Mm-hmm. So for that, I gotta give it. I gotta give him props, right? Now the, I'm about I, to. Also, the the line kind of got better because it happened. Okay, it happened after, but you know, Norman kind of got out and everything's going loose and peter's like i'm trying everything and it's like i can't do anything the la right things are going my way and she's kind of reassuring him from like no you have a gift you have that and and reiterating him that everything that you're doing you have to bear the responsibility you just you can't go spider doing things and assume that it's gonna get fixed and if things get fucked then Hey, I'm a I'm a superhero, right? You can't blame a superhero for doing the right thing. Like, no, you you have to face that, dude. And I don't know. I never even pieced together the the line and thought she dies, right? Because she said, "Okay, it, it's the cue of like 
she said it now she dies so that's like that's like uh final destination th- type shit was like say do you say the it's like saying it the candy man you think there it is there it is yeah i i want i want to hear what louis says because i'm going to nitpick this a little bit just just oh. a tad oh yeah. all right i'm gonna say something so controversial and i feel like a lot of people are gonna lynch me but Ooh. rocky shut up he's gonna say something important exactly I don't care about Aunt May's death. Okay, I'm not. I'm not clapping for. I'm. I'm. Not, I don't. I'm not agreeing with him. I'm just clapping because I'm glad someone said it. Right. I got emotional. I'm not gonna lie. I did. It's not my peak emotional part of the movie. That's coming soon. But I, I like. I, I agree with Peter, and I'm a Peter. You know, again, me, bro. God, Louis. <laughs> hey, uh, we're all Peters. We're all Peters. It's okay. I mean, Peter one, our- Peter two. Peter Prior <laughs> to this scene, I had already been crying. I cried when Doc okay. showed up. I cried. With, I, I cried so many scenes. I'm gonna be honest. I Charlie. didn't cry. Yeah, yeah. I didn't cry at any of those points. I'm gonna be very honest with you. I cried when the movie started. By the way, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was gonna happen, but since the first act was so MCU, I'm like, okay. I, I was getting ready to like see something a little bit different. I was like, you know, I get it. And then the second act, I'm like, okay, it's kind of getting good. And the third act, I'm like, fuck you. And, and I'm gonna start it. I'll get to the point act. where I cry. I'll get to the point where I cry. But here's my thing with MCU Aunt May. Hmm. She doesn't do shit. That's very true. There I'm not going like, to look. So like, I... If someone like okay, if someone does like her, that's totally fine. Look, you know, she's she's a good role model. Like she cares for Peter. I just feel she, in my opinion, never had a proper moment. Where Peter was at his low point, and she comes and does her Aunt May thing, where she like you know is supposed to comfort him. She she has a little bit of a moment in Homecoming that I do enjoy, where like you know he's sad, he's just like, I lost a Stark internship because he lost a suit, and like she comforts him. But I can't even remember what she says to him. Yeah, me neither. Pero I'll be honest, so. I'm gonna bring this question now. I did it. I wanted to do it later, right? But I'm gonna bring the question now, where I've seen it a lot on Twitter. It's not a question. It's it's. I'm gonna make it a question, right? So here's what here's what Twitter. I saw the Twitter the, the tweet say. I'm sorry, Thanos, but Green Goblin has now become the greatest villain in the MCU. Here comes the question. Do you think that's true? Uh, wow. Because I think the next question will be... I'm going to ask those later. Okay. Here's, here's my answer. No. Because, I think... like I said, like what did Green Goblin do? A- apart from obviously making our boy go to his darkest fucking moment, he just killed out May who collectively had like 30 minutes of string time within the whole trilogy of Spider-Man. I think right? it's just because it's personal. I yeah. get it. I get it. But the, I get it's personal. But like, come on. He does not dethrone Thanos from like where he's at. Oh my God, guys. They are very vocal today. Exactly. Thanos, Thanos affects the whole world. Dude, th- come on. Like, if we're gonna talk about, like, who's, like, the greatest... They didn't give fucking Green, Green Goblin their own fucking movie, right? Let's just start it right there. But I saw that co- uh, tweet, and I was like, what? Like, 
this is where the hype starts fucking with me. Babe, Nova, <laughs> honey, she wants to talk. Give me a second. No one wants to talk, and and it's and it is and it is controversial. Um, I'll say no too, because it's like you said, like wow, Green Goblin really killed on May. It's like now, it's like it's mo of killing yeah. things that Peter yeah. loves, and not to, and I'm not like here to say like it wasn't emotional because I, I did get emotional. My oh no, eyes, I cried. No, 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 I cried. My eyes got watery. I didn't. No, 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 no. Tear, but my no, no, eyes no, no. Did I, get no, no, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. be. Yeah, this is your moment. I know this I is cried. your moment. Kate, but that's I not cried. to say that Green Goblin wasn't good. I even think he outdoes yeah, no, no, no. himself. He was good. He was great. He outdoes yeah. himself in the from the Raimi film, which is impressive. Yes. Yes. God. That's like saying, like, man, Josh Brolin versus uh, Willem Dafoe. Like, who who did the the, the better uh, villain? Both of them, both. Because even I could like say, I, like, I could believe that like Thanos without a gauntlet could probably like break off Goblin's head, yes. <laughs> which he does with you... fucking Tony. Almost, he kind of almost does that with Tony. It's like, no, no, like <laughs> Goblin, Goblin's dead versus Thanos. Claro. Uh, but with Aunt May dying, I think it was, I, I think it was sweet what she last does to Peter. Like she is like his little last spark of like faith right. where she's just like, listen, even after they betrayed you, even after they've done all this, even after they've killed me, you still did right. the right yeah. thing. You have a great gift. You have a great power, and with great power comes great responsibility. My my theater cheered. I was happy. I got emotional just because of that. Just because she said that. But when she's dying, I'm just like, cool. All right. <laughs> you you did your purpose. I mean, uh, with that said, Tom Holland's just a fucking great actor. No, he's so said. He's so said. And you know what sold me when. Again, the the pattern of like, hey, you're fine, right? You're you're fine. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I love that. Yeah. And then you see that it okay. In hindsight, the glider did pierce her. But then I'm here thinking like, oh, she got up, right? And like, no, I don't think she's getting up like that easily, right? Yes, OJ, you have your hand raised. OJ, please see. Yes, you have your hand up, here's sir. Where, here's where I'm gonna nitpick it a little bit, right? Okay. This is one of my. The, one of the actual like biggest nitpicks I have, like even when I stepped out of the theater, I talked to this Rachel and my best friend as well. I actually talked to him specifically about this. When 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 Aunt May is well, Aunt May is dying, not only did I didn't I, I didn't feel as emotional because again it is a very emotional fucking scene. We've expressed that fondly here greatly. It is, but one of the reasons they didn't connect with me is also because I can't see. I don't feel, I don't see it. I don't see how, how, how big of a moment of an impact it is, right? And this is mainly, and I'm not going to use like a rating. I'm not going to say, oh, if it was rated R, it would have been better. No, no, no. But it being PG-13 and obviously being a Marvel, Disney type thing, mm -hmm. we don't get to see what's really wrong with her. There's no blood. There's nothing where it indicates where like she's not coming back, right? From her reaction and what we could see, it's like this could be a concussion. Obviously, by how what they're speaking is not. So, so. But there's nothing. Because then again, we see her fall down, 
We see Peter look at his fucking hand, and it's bloody. But how would I know if your suit's red? That was my first thing. He looks at his hand, and there's supposed to be blood. You can't see it because his suit is black and red. You can't really see very well. Look I think it really is that sells it. No, it does. It does. But, like, here's where, like, my nitpick comes. You see a little bit in the corner. You see a little bit of puddle of blood. It's a little blurred out, but you can see a little puddle of blood. But en, en un lenguaje, en el lenguaje audiovisual, which is essentially, like, how, uh, how directors speak with you just with visuals and audio, right? In this case, a good visual cue would have been amazing to have there, and it would have made the, the scene a lot more emotional. And I gotta say, the acting on like Aunt May just being speaking normally as if she was just falling asleep didn't sell it for me. Peter's acting, Tom Holland's acting, was a lot more impactful for me. That's what got me emotional. It wasn't much of Aunt May's acting, it was more like Peter's acting. That's what really got me. Him being I like no. him like holding the tears back, no, 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 you're okay, you're okay. Yeah, 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 you're fine, you're fine. We're gonna you know catch your breath. That's what gets to me. In that but, scene, I I looked back at like the way the game did it and the game actually like there's an impact where Peter has to make a choice and I think that's where it hurts he has the choice to be selfish or selfless selfless and because of the character that is Spider-Man I just love the way Aunt May speaks to him she knows he's Spider-Man she's proud of him she knows all the good he's done Ben would be proud, and he's just like, I don't know what to do. And she's just like, yes, you do. And he has to let her die to save the people of New York. And then the cue, like, oh, dear, the way you, the way you talk about it, like, you have that shot of the camera panning up. He's crying over her, and it just black screen, and you hear, like, the monitor just deep, There you deep. go. Flatline. I got chills and I fucking cried exactly. so much. Exactly. You see, that's where like visuals and audio cues are brilliantly used in the game. That is something that you don't see it. You can hear it. You see him crying. It's a, a and it's an impressive shot, by the way. Going go doing this shot represents someone being completely trapped when there's no escape. Beautiful fucking shot for a scene like that. Going black even better, and then he just hearing it. That's amazing. So visually, this scene didn't do much for me. It was just mainly because of the acting from Tom Holland's side that really made me really emotional. That's like, again, that's why I emphasize this because this is one of my biggest nitpicks and I have another one towards the end of the review. But yeah, Aunt May's death scene was incredible. But I, I think we're moving on to the next bit. Hang on. Before we get there, because this, this is it. This is the big fucking moment. I have to take a piss. You you boys are going to talk amongst yourselves because we with this... Go ahead. A minute of this. Go ahead. Q intervention video. I don't know what's gonna be yet, but I don't know. Um, I guess my turn since you guys were very like like going at the at the part. Right. Let us know. I don't want you. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I yeah. The thing about it is that I guess maybe in in the headspace that I was that I was watching it, there were a lot of things happening. Um lately you know as of late i think the movie kind of got me more emotional than i then just thinking about it in a cinema wise like oh the show would have been better like i wasn't really thinking about any of that i wasn't really thinking about it 
like that. I was really thinking about it of how really you're just losing someone. You're just losing someone that you know loves you and the acting sold it more because it's something i would think and i would feel when you're trying your best to know no no i know i have caused this mess because you know my gullibleness led to everything of this happening Again, it's almost like cause and effect. Like you, you're just going to assume that your decision is going to be the best one for everyone when you're not thinking of some of the repercussions that you might have. Because in hindsight, you're not looking at, you know, at, at a person's heart, at the intentions, you know. It's not him um, very meticulously thinking like, oh, Goblin won't backstab me because... I know him, even though I just met him right now. And he said the line, the, the scientist line. So obviously, he's not going to go and like backstab me. But uh, but just loss again, because I know they don't really mention Ben a lot. But uh, this is basically the Ben moment of the MCU. Yeah. And, but I, it got to me because, again, I... I'm invested too much on the character, and I was actually thinking of the PS4 version. And I was like, "Wow, they they killed me!" And you're thinking, "Oh, right, in Spider-Man PS4, they killed me too, but obviously in different circumstances." But uh, they got to me because again, like the the loss of someone is something that you know gets to me at times, and especially when there's certain things that you think you can you can control because. In his mind, it's like, no, I can control it because I'm Spider-Man, because I'm, I, 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 I can heal you. I can heal people. I can make people feel better and feel safe and stuff. But like in, in this time, he can't because yeah. that no, that's like, oh, like mm -hmm. your, your run, your luck ran out. Yeah. And, and it comes uh, at the expense of the line with great power. There must yeah. come great responsibility because like, dude. Yes, you you can you can withstand coming down six stories of, of, of Green Goblin like body slamming you. But that's you because you are that powerful. May being a human, an actual human with no physical alterations can can not withstand that blow because because he, he did. He was in the he was in the blast zone. But she, she, she didn't, and yeah. that, 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 that got to me because, again, it's the characterization of of Spider Man and how I, I think a lot of myself in him, and how I also like to, but not do everything at once and assume that I can help a big majority of people, but also understanding that there's there's parts where I can't and I have to live with that and I have to understand and try to move forward even though it hurts because yeah. later in the end it's it still stains it still hurts to remember and and as we get there obviously like the ending kind of alludes to the, like everyone can forget but not him he will remember everything yeah. that happened that hurts the sole person in that world un knows everything that happened and has that power and that and that uh, emo emotional weight burying him for the rest of his life then that's that's tough dude
and um it, yeah it's again really fast holy shit say and, and and again you know like if we're gonna go and compare like no but in this iteration they made it better and this one it still broke me regardless because the character needed this and i hate it, it's almost like stupid to think like does peter really need this like yes he does because this this that's him he this is basically pain the character when they when they talk about pain the word look at peter look at even batman también. they need that because that's yeah, that's it's what fuels them it's it's it's, it's, what, it's what fuels gives them, them and, and 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 as we go gives, down it's what gives them their co it's what gives exacto, them their, like their whole exacto. persona like what they strive to be is because of these types of moments and i'm glad that it happened i know it sounds fucked up but i, I am glad that this happened um but with that said my other this isn't a great a big nitpick but it is like what i was mentioning at the beginning right we're going to switch tones now that's it the constant the constant tone switching in mm -hmm. this movie kind of screws it up for me i want to rewatch it obviously because i'm going to enjoy it either way but i'm going to explain why aunt may's dead peter has to run i love this scene where happy's like peter run like the police are after police shoot him and he's in shock so he has to dip. That's that that imagery right there kind of like give, gave me shit chills. I'm like, oh my god, like you know, he's an enemy. Like he, they're, he they're, not, they're not considering him a hero. Yeah, he's a public enemy number one. Yeah. So the, he the flees and he's just sitting, he's just standing on in the rain, listening to the news that are selling, telling about him, how he's destroyed a building, how he killed a person without the news knowing that that person they're talking about is Aunt May. The person he tried to save. That yeah. right there, that's where the previous scene became even more impactful for me. And I love that imagery. Just him beat up. Just the fucking glow of the fucking Obviously. screen. The rain. This shot is like my money shot. Like This and, is what I take away from this film. And, and just like Louis says, what is a Spider-Man movie when <laughs> without an unmasked Peter bloodied out with the rain pouring just... That's, that's that it. is what sells it, my that's guy. The that, that, that's, that's the money shot for me. And it's just you hearing the voice of J. Jonah Jameson just going like, oh, he's done it again. And he's he's not even listening. At this you know, point, he's at this point, he's almost believing what J. Jonah Jameson is saying. It's like I cost it. You know, what right. I also thought, you know what I also thought that at, at the very end, I thought Jonah obviously I know. The, the character of J. Jonas Jameson hates the the idealization and the glorification of Spider-Man. I understand that. But in my in my head kind of like, come on, Jonah, like like come on, don't go after him like that. But obviamente but he has he's, to, yeah. But he, he has, has to. to. Yeah, come on, like God, like you're really going at him, dude. Like, especially yeah. when when especially when you know who he is. Because this isn't like J. Jonah trying to know who... No, he knows who he is. He's a kid. Bro, let's be He's... realistic. When you know who someone is, you target him even more. Sí, sí, claro. You sí. have to. Especially yeah. as a reporter, you have to. You will... Pero duele porque como tú dices, like, you know... Uh, He's talking actually... shit and he doesn't know. Yeah, it's like... Come on, man. You know what he did. And, and he's also believing. It's like, I think, yeah, I did yeah, kill me. Yeah, he's I right. Did. I am. That's I, did, I, did. I did kill me. I yeah, am a killer. That's what I sticks to him. I am a killer. Mm. So you have this beautiful tone, right? Here's Mendel nitpick. Sure. Let's let's cut to let's cut to Ned and MJ, right? We're laughing. Haha, <laughs> funny moments. I have magic. Nona, no, no, no. Yes. 
go to bed. <laughs> Joke time. I'm like, my guy, Aunt May just died. I don't fucking care about you being able to do fucking magic right now. Bueno. The tone sets itself here. It, it shifts in a way, but I think somewhat smoothly because they are mourning. They see the TV and MJ's just like, he hasn't called. We don't know where he is. I'm going to press the button. And then Ned just says, I just wish we could see him. So, you know, I, I, I know, I know why it happens, right? But then it very quickly turns into a gag, right? Where he's just trying and trying the, to do... The whole mood changes, not even because of the gag per se. No one is sad anymore or crying sad tears of joy because of who just showed up on screen. <laughs> no, I know. Obviously, obviously. No, my, my complaint isn't that this happened right after that. It's just the way it just cuts to Ned and MJ. There's a joke. It becomes a gag. And then you show them... The greatest thing in history, right? Let's just be real here. No, so, I, I, I was, I remember, I saw the movie three times. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I don't think the gag's just there. Like, his his nana is there comforting him, or his abuela, whatever it is. She's comforting him. Like, she gives him a hug, and she goes off screen. And it's just Ned and MJ just concerned about their friend. And that's when Ned's just like, I just wish he was here. The Sparks. Do that again. Do that again. Do that again. Also, okay. Ned's, Ned's a wizard now. Yeah. So, I want to write the, an entire book. I'm in the ring, but uh, I, I mean, want I, I want to write an entire book. Right. On the, how I reacted to these next couple scenes. <laughs> All right. So here's okay, the, chapter here's one. The, chapter, chapter one. one. <laughs> Portal. I'm not gonna I, lie. I saw it, and obviously, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, cool, Peter. Right. That's convenient. A portal to Peter. We found him. Then all of a sudden, when I saw. The... This? No, no, no. Not even that. When I saw the... I'm like, that's fucking Andrew. That's, Andrew. Dude, that's how good John Watts directed this fucking movie. The mannerisms and the way each Spider-Man... I'm, I'm getting carried away. Sorry. It's just... I... When I see this man go... I'm like, that's fucking Andrew. That's Andrew. That, 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 that whole... That's fucking Andrew. And then he's running in. I fucking yelled... I, I I was yelling before everyone else. I like I was like carrying <laughs> carrying the scream. I was like, yeah, I fucking made don't soups moment. I let's go. And then he's like, wait, 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 calm down, calm down. It's just me. Unmasks. I'm gonna recreate it like right now, right? He jumps through the portal. I'm like, yes! Oh, fuck yeah! Takes off the mask. And then I just sat down again. Basically, what I did. I love it. It's fucking amazing. It's beautiful. The seat. Like when I saw the sparks, and he's just like, oh, I want to see Peter. I want to see Peter. And like, I'm gripping my seat. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, it's happening. And you know, you see Andrew. And you know, I like, I saw the lenses. You see the lenses. Like, yeah. listen, I'm a goddamn slut for this shit. I know that suit when I see it a mile away. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. And then he just runs out. I love how, like, the theater has two reactions. He jumps out. You recognize the suit. That's Andrew. But they could still pull that twist of, like, Tret Tom Holland. <laughs> so it's when he's like, no, 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 hey, it's okay. It's relaxed, relax. He takes off the mask. You see this beautiful fucking boy face of Andrew Garfield the theater fucking roared 
I wrote, I was just tears. Oh my fucking God. It was, oh my God. It's so good. I want to relive that moment again and again. That was amazing. That was so good. And again, I've, I've not, I, I've never shied away from it. I've always said it. Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man, right? He always has been, always will be. My boy delivered in this fucking movie. Luis, Yo, narrate, narrate your reaction first and foremost. Yes, Luis, tell us how did you react to this? To the, to, to the spider thing, yeah, like I have the spider thing. It's just not just for not bread. For bread. <laughs> not for bread. Like, what do you want? It's not. Do? It's not for bread. Oh god, I love how he's just like, okay, okay. I'm like, that's such an Andrew thing to do. And then the Nana's like, hey, um, my Nana asks if you can, can like walk in and get the cob and get the. Spider that's where the to- that's oh, where the cool. tone fucked me up. I'm like, okay, I get you're introducing, you know, the Spider Man, but like, do we really need to like this whole like? Oh, let me pick up a fucking web. <laughs> my so theater cheered stupid. when this man got on the fucking roof. Like okay. yeah. he's just doing this. We cheered. Yeah, the, I, I, like, I cheered yeah. as well. I was like, Bloop. I was like, I love how I'm just like now crawl around. This is not around. enough. Nope, that's not enough. Not enough. I, I love the line of like, that's nothing. This is plenty. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is. It's love Andrew so much. I think so, I, I think Andrew so much. I think that this introduction was the necessary one, and I was even fearing like, how would you like put them on? You know, like what's the plot? Yeah, uh, involve like, them. You know what I'm saying? But oh, but I'll see like that. Yeah, yeah like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So Ned Ned is yeah. Ned is finding Peter Parker because he's not yeah. thinking of of Tom Peter Parker. He's thinking of just the he's name, just right? Peter Parker. The name. I meant that the name is synonymous for other Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. My theater was already making noise when MJ was saying, "We just keep trying until we get our Peter." Because mm. you already know who's about to come fucking next. <laughs> right. I'm not going to lie. When she said that, I thought we were going to start seeing multiple different types of Peters. I was like, yeah, I was like, are they going to bring fucking... I'm like, oh, shit. I, just, I, I, I kind of felt, I, I felt woozy. I'm like, shit, hold on. I'm not ready for this. Shit, are they going to go like, into I the knew, Spider-Verse type of thing? Or gonna, I was like, like yeah. I knew Andrew and Toby, but who the fuck are they bringing? I'm like, oh, shit, hold up. Hold the phone. And then you know Japanese Spider Japanese Spider Man. Uh, they I, well, obviously they don't show us them trying over and over. They just show us when they succeed. And we have Toby, youth pastor. Youth pastor, yo, you're gonna worry. Just coming pastor. out like, hi, hi, did that? Oh, it just closed. Okay. Oh, I love God. how he's not in his costume. He looks like a normal guy. I love it. Walked out. It's what I wanted. It's what I fucking wanted. I'm not gonna lie. My theater roared, and that was the moment where I thought I was gonna fucking die. Because I screamed so loudly. I was really excited. I, on God, I was going to pop a fucking blood vessel. Like, I never screamed so loud in a fucking theater. I literally just immediately sat down and I fucking started to bawl. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. Oh my God. Oh. Give me a second, guys. I'll keep talking. That's the exact same noise I made when I saw Toby. <laughs> I legit, oh my God. Like, you know, fucking Ned's just like, find Peter Parker. It's behind him. He steps out my theater fucking I, I've never heard not even an end game did I hear a theater go fucking <laughs> let me put it like this because I saw the movie the first time with my brother and my mom my mom you know we're living in COVID hand sanitizer and whatnot yeah. my mom was so sure I was gonna die she had to like uncap a bottle of hand sanitizer with alcohol and make me sniff it being like hey yo don't pass out i sniffed it and i'm just like 
I'm good. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right, it's all good. Listen, amazing, amazing. So, no, you're I, no, amazing. you're amazing. So mm. when Toby came out, I got really excited, obviously, because that's the OG. That's her. That's her baby. But here's the thing. So you say how you started crying and everything. I was just happy. I didn't shed happy tears. I didn't shed emotional tears in the scene. I was just genuinely happy, right? But I, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah, but where's Tom, right? We forgot we have a really sad boy out in the world right now. What happened to him? So I love, I do love how like, like they do the fucking quickly. They're like, fucking Spider-Man, we're attacking each other. And they're like, okay, we're fine. We're the same people. Okay, awesome. Good. We're friends now. Um, where would he like to hang? And they're like, I mean, for me, it was always the Chrysler building. It's like, that's pretty good. I was always the Empire State Building. Better views. Good like, oh, I love this. I love this. They're like Better sharing views. information. Yeah, right. So then they're like, oh, I know MG's. Like, I know exactly where he is. Here it is. This is the scene. Mm-hmm. This is where, you know how Luis had his moment where he, he, he you, you were like, this got sad really quick. This is the moment for me that fucked me up. This is where I actually cried. Oh, of course, of course. That's, that's bro. This that's, that's not even like this is the part. Like no. First of all, I love how just there. What are you guys doing here? And the shot, that beautiful shot, just up and just two silhouettes. There, I'm like, oh my god, my heart. That looks beautiful, right? That looks beautiful. That looks amazing. They fall down. They're talking, and then they're just like, when they're telling, they're talking to Tom. Tom is just angry. The acting here is phenomenal. Like both, like well, not both. Like the three of them, like Toby, Andrew, Tom. Their acting is so well. I gotta give it to John Watts for directing Andrew like he was depicted in his own movie. Toby the same way. Like this doesn't feel like out of sync. These feels like they're so good. Like these are now all canon, right? John this John probably everything. had a John probably had a call with Sam. It's like, yo, so like, so you're Peter like doing these type of words and stuff so like, no, like, no, no, yeah, he's, so like, he's, he's like, like, okay, cool. Andrew Andrew's t- uh, like Andrew Spidey was always very quirky, very like always like he was. That's why I loved him. He's very comic book accurate when he spoke and when he was fighting and even asked Peter, I loved him. Toby was always a lot more shy, you know. He was a lot more mature in a way. He seemed more mature, at least. Yeah, he's. I mean, I, just he, nice he always aspect. sounded very. He's always sounded very unsure, in a way. So I love how that stayed here. He's very. Yeah. He sounds very peaceful, very mellow. He's not like I w- someone. I even. I even expected, you know, at that time, if they were happening, I really thought that to- Toby was gonna be like the adult Spider-Man of yeah, the yeah, bunch. Yeah. Same. Andrew, I, and Andrew, that's what I wanted. Andrew being como que like kind of getting through the anger, but it's like, dude, like I know how you were feeling. It it doesn't lead well, yeah, dude. So like I, I like how it doesn't how it doesn't go through that cliche because Andrew's about to say that. It's like, listen, I kind of know what you're going through, and Tom's and just like, Tom's I don't like, want to hear that. No, no, I don't want to hear that. I love that. That was such a. This scene is the scene because he's right. Because he's right. He's right. Like I don't want to hear that. Right. right, now, right? Like, dude. Like. How many times have you your universe has been told? I know how you feel. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Stop. Like, stop. Stop saying but that to, to me to because me, you don't. To me, this 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 part where they're like they're telling each other like their lowest moments, right? Like we've we've also like I'm not gonna tell you everything's fine. I'm gonna tell you what I went through, right? I hit rock bottom. This is what happened. Andrew, look, I stopped pulling my punches, like. Yo, I read under the fucking, like, in between the lines. This man killed, probably killed someone. Or nearly killed someone. Like, Andrew Peters, uh, Andrew Spider-Man. Probably Green killed. Goblin. 
probably kill Green Goblin. Well, I don't know if it'll probably. So, like, this scene, I'm already like, oh, my God, it's I feel it. But when they mention, like, oh, you know what she told me? She told me that I did the right thing, even though she was dying. She told me that with great power. And then Toby steps Toby's in, like, must, like, must come great responsibility. Uncle and that and then he said uncle ben told me the same thing and then andrew then it's like looks yeah, at him like yeah i legit this was me i was the theater and i just i couldn't hold it in and i just went like this and i just started sobbing like both my best friend and rachel like started patting my back they were comforting me because i broke that scene broke me and it wasn't because of the mention of uncle ben it was because it was right of course but it's because they reminded me of like that first movie, right? Like t- me, six years old, watching Spider-Man, Uncle Ben telling him like with a great power comes through responsibility and then him dying and then seeing it again with Andrew and reading the comics and me being a kid and taking this line to heart, right? That with great power comes great responsibility. So you take that to heart as a kid and you grow up with this line in your head thinking you're Spider-Man when you're playing around. Then you learn that obviously this is all fake, but you still keep that line as your like your you know your your morality check, right? And you just live day by day with this line in your head over and over and over again. So when you see the three people who interpreted your favorite hero say the line that you have lived by for your whole life. Say it then, there, with each other. I I broke. That that that's what got me. It's that line that everyone thought he's gonna like. Like Toby's gonna say it, right? He's going to like. It, and still, it's like, all right, those were the lowest points, and and it's kind of reminding you again for me the character that I love so much. Like, yeah, this man goes through a lot. Yeah. He goes through a lot, and I think that's why. Both of them are like, we know the road. Okay. No, they're kind of like obviously new to like knowing their other counterparts or like their other versions of themselves. It's like, I, we, it's like we're bound to know this. We're bound to feel this. What we're just telling you is that if you can find it in your heart, in your, yes. in your interpretation to fuel that anger elsewhere and not drive you to a point yeah. where you're going to be blind by everything that's going on. You're not gonna mm-hmm. see everything at the from a bigger perspective. We don't want you to let. We don't want you to be in my in my head. The canon thought it's like it's like Toby telling him, "Please, if you see a blob, get away from it, okay? Because then you're gonna go dancing down. You're gonna have at the uh, James Brown a song in your head, and you're gonna be dancing, and that's not good. Emo is not good, kid. Okay, be good." Don't let your anger and 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 you know um, Andrew being I guess the the most recent of like the pain trademark being you know losing Gwen and all that I'm like yeah you're you're still processing that aren't you yeah. I just love how we got more to his story right like I went down yeah the, I, I went down this path yeah like like you know we we thought that in two is like oh yeah you know because at, at, at the end of two is like oh man he's gonna get Rhino and you know he got his his pep his pep up and like no I don't think he got his pep like no, this man is still he, grieving yeah and like <laughs> this, Each this punch is a... it's just so his grieving is like just keeps hitting <sighs> the shit right but, like, right this video is getting this episode is getting a little bit longer so I'm gonna like speed run it like here. Labs like when they're working in the laboratory, P- 
peak Spidey moment in my brain. I will yeah. say that was Peter is a it, Peter is a, a scientist. A He's smart. They all work together. I love it. Ned talking to fucking Toby like, did you also have a best friend? And I just love how <laughs> Toby's just like so serious. I had a best friend. Once. My best friend had. Like, yeah, yeah. He turned into a villain and tried to kill me. Then he died saving me. And he died in my arms. He's just so serious, and that's like. And and I'm just like wow, wow. huh? Okay. I, but this moment, these are the moments where I'm like, I'm so glad that Toby and Andrew were actual supportive characters more than just in the final fight scene because they gave they're not cameos. They're not cameos. They're not cameos at all. They're, they're supportive characters, and I love that. And it all comes full circle. I love them. They make the joke. They make the famous pointing <laughs> meme when they're like Peter, Peter, like, yeah, Peter, Peter Parker. Yeah, we're all Peter Parker. <laughs> I love how you get a little bit of everything that like everyone's always asked if we nice. ever got a movie like this. Another good yeah. example is like, hey, what's that? Oh, the web fluid for my web, tra- uh, web shooters. Like, Why? Wait, you don't have- <laughs> yes! And then they're like, wait, that just comes out of you? I love how I, 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 I noticed because of a video I saw. Is like, Andrew just stays looking at it like, even though they're talking about the plan, Andrew's still like confused as to how it works. So... Love that scene very well. Now let's jump into the final fight scene, right? Let's, the third let's, act. The, the third, third act. Look, masterpiece. What masterpiece. Can I say? What can I say? Masterpiece. When I saw, so first of all, I love again the acting of both Andrew and Toby. How their acting stays true to the characters that that we've been seeing, we've seen on screen before, right? See these Spideys working together. They're before the fight. They're talking, and I love that. They're I discussing love how we like get that. I'm like, how does that, what was the biggest, I love how that's, that's like, um, Tom's question, like, what was the weirdest villain you guys have fought, right? It's like, is that Toby's like, I fought this, like, weird goop alien goop, thing, and we're like, oh my god, goop. it's fucking Venom, and then, so Andrew's, I mean, Toby, uh, Tom's like, Tom. Tom's like, oh yeah, like, I, I fought a vi- an alien once here, and then on space. Wait, Andrew, wait a minute. I love how Andrew goes like, wow, I'm so lame. I just fought a guy in a rhino suit. Wait, can we go back to that? Uh, you saying lame? You're not lame. You're, You're not amazing. Lame. No, no, I know, I know. It's just you know my, you know, oh, I didn't fight a lot of good I villains. Do. No, 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 no. You're amazing. You're amazing. The You're fact amazing. that my theater cheered for that, I was so happy. I, I literally was, shed a tear. I'm yeah. like, that's my boy. I, I cheered amazing. for him too. And then I love it's a I meta. Said. It's a meta joke yeah. that I like because. It, again, within the meta of just these movies, like yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man are kind of like the laughing stock of, yeah. of of the third. It's kind of like no, no, no. Yeah, he's still amazing, and then, guys. And I love and I love how Toby goes like, "Wait, you went to space? Space? <laughs> you even get like silly stuff like, oh, there it goes again. What is it? Oh, you know, just my back. My, just my back. Oh, you want me to crack it, crack it for you? That's so That's, wholesome. You don't need is, that, but it's it just is. so wholesome. Really you feel is. it? Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, I know. Right? It's it's really good. It's really brilliant. But then, obviously, fighting happens. They're fighting. They don't know how to fight in a team. I love it how they're struggling. I love Peter. these little like Peter, I said Peter. Pe- Peter, I, said, I, became, I love and this is where I love Andrew because this is exactly what I, I I this is the amazing Spider-Man. The same guy, right? Nothing has changed. Like I could call you Peter. Peter, you're not there. Peter two. Peter two. I thought I was Peter two. And then Andrew's face, like, wait, does that mean I'm Peter three? Three? Like he doesn't say anything. He's just like. And then okay, and then Tom like listen to Peter one. We're not really good at this, and it, it's true. They don't work as a they team. They don't work. They've never. They, they've been solo acts. They're yeah, don't even say like yeah. We've been doing solo, dude. Like, what do you mean that's a team of what? And I love how line. Tom. 
does the thing of like he literally says like I don't want to brag, but I will. But, but I, will. I will. But I will. I was in the Avengers. Oh my I god, love, great! I love That's great. I'm happy for you. And then what is that? Uh, Andrew's like, what is, is that a band? Are you in a band? And he's just happy. Like, are you in a band? Are you in a band? Yo, and that's pretty cool, dude. Toby snapping like, how does this help? How does this help? Yo, this he, help? Went, he went to Bully Maguire, that, that line. <laughs> he went to Bully Maguire. Don't test him. How does this help? I just love it. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. It's amazing, dude. It's so good. And yeah, then, we take we take it one at a time. Okay, yeah. I take this. I take that. Like, okay, perfect. Though now they know. There, from there, I gotta say cohesion. They're they're first of all they're running scene. I'm that like dive. It was the dive for me because they Three all do scenes. something. They Three all different. do something. We get. If I'm not mistaken, I think um, Andrew does the flip. I think to um, Toby. Toby just kind of dives. He just kind of goes like. We right, yes, Louis. You've seen it three times. Andrew does a flip, Toby does a dive. I think Tom, I think Tom does just a swings. Flip. I think Tom just like kind of jumps to swing. But there's a shot from the swing that Where, literally like makes me nut. Like <laughs> when Tom's when Tom like throws the the, the web towards them, so they they pulls them. Are you and then they shitting kinda, me? And then they kind of twist to like towards each other, so they're like, each other. "That was beautiful. That was beautiful." And then the hero land, and to- Toby first, then Andrew, then Tom. Like Bro. I'm like, it's not only that; a- it's their poses, right? We see Toby doing his pose. We see fucking Andrew doing his, and then Tom with his famous pose. I'm like, it's like. It's, it's money upon much. money upon money shot, you know? It's, like, it, I don't ask for much. I just wanted a movie with Toby, Andrew, and Tom. But then you give me so much extra that I didn't ask for, and I'm just, yeah. like, grateful. Now, let's skip, let's skip the pleasantries, right? Yeah, we start defeating the villains. Yes, they have good moments where, like, you know, each Spider-Man talks to their villain. Cute, wholesome. I love fucking Jamie Foxx, like, show being, like, I'm not going to lie, you know, you being all, like, Saving the poor and stuff. I thought being, he was black. being from Queens. Being, being from Queens. Queens. I thought you were black. There's gotta be a black Spider-Man out there. I'm like, haha, Miles Morales drop happening no, soon. And hopefully. Then, and you're like, oh man, I'm sorry. Go away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm white. I'm sorry. But oh, hey, there must but be another then, one, right? I love the, the Toby. Mode. Wait, 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 real quick. I love when yeah. Toby like is talking to Doc Ock, and you just it's it's just a beautiful scene that takes me back to Spider-Man Two, where he's just like, My boy. you're you grown up. How are you? And he's just trying to do better. Which is a fucking callback. Because it's a callback because he's like, you gotta do better. So yeah. Fucking good. Okay, you know, yeah. you, you, you know that, okay, but I'm not to extend it. This movie is a lot of fan service. I will, let's admit that, right? Yeah, okay. But it is, yes, but here's the thing. It's well deserved. It's well written in. It's, it's hidden. You can, you it can is see it with audio cues. And, and here's where I'm going to do one of my, the one that really, really got me. Like, I think I'm not, obviously not the, the only one to notice, but when I told my friend and my girlfriend, they didn't notice. So here we go. The, they've defeated the villains. Now we're going to fight Green Goblin. Can any Spideys come to play? You know, call back to when he called Toby and told him like, hey, can Spider-Man come, come to, to play? play? He throws all of these, uh, he throws all the Goblin bombs. And what does Tom do? He does the famous Toby flip to avoid them. He does a little twirl. He just, you don't see it, but he does it. And I'm like, 
I can't believe they just, you know, those are the little things that you're like, oh my God, pay attention to detail, right? But then whatever happens, I love that Andrew got them his moment to save MJ and then he cries. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That was the second, that. second part, that, the second thing that made me cry. Not we got to talk about that because that shit made me cry so much. I, I knew about that scene. And when Goblin takes out Tom, you, the whole theater's like, oh, no. Andrew just dives. And you know he's going to save her. And he fight, he gets her. Theater's fucking losing their mind. I'm crying. And his fucking face, he's just like, are you, you okay? okay? And he's just sad. I can't watch that scene without crying because I've cried all three times. It's really good. It's such a good scene. Because I'm it's so short. Obviously, obviously, you don't want this. this obviously, in... in yeah, you don't want to take too much time of the not too much time, but also you want this to be a long-lasting thing because he's, it is it is a validation and it's vindication to his character. It's like, yo, I didn't save my MJ, or in this case, my Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you like yeah. no, like you give you my give, boy you got his redemption. Yeah, you give each of them a closure for everything they've done, and I love that. But now, this is scene. This this is the scene. I've been wanting to talk about this the entire fucking time since we started this episode. Tom wrecking the absolute shit out of Green Goblin. My only nitpick, there wasn't any fucking blood nor swollen eye, nothing. Bro, Tom was hitting him hard. And like, only and, and Goblin was just what laughing at his face. No, not at that point. No, not and that was one he was little, no, not in that. Was he laughing a little bit? No. I think at the beginning, but then at the beginning he was no 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 I don't know that, but uh starts hurting like and I, I wish yeah. The again, the dialogue is so raw. When fucking Goblin's just like, "Poor Peter, poor Peter, too weak to take me to take me home, to to die," and he's just like, "No, I just want to kill you myself." I just want to kill you that a boy. <laughs> and then he's just wrecking him. Dude. I love because again, Ecucalo, which yeah. you know, Green this Goblin is, as a character has yeah. always been playing. Like I'm yeah. going to play you, dude. Like you, you're my you're my game. Yeah, this is where I wish they would have like stretched PG thirteen to the max. I would have loved to at least see there. I would have forgiven like the Aunt May thing nitpick I said. If you would have shown me a bloody faced goblin at that point, because he's just wrecking him right to the point where like he might not even be able to take another punch. That would have been visually amazing. Then he picks up the glider and just God, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it, and then. Toby just steps it. I'm like, I love this. I Toby. love how he doesn't even say a word. He's it's just so looking poetic. Yo, but like, Tom, like the thing is that Tom is just prying even more. Like he, you can see it getting closer to Toby, and he just looks at him like, don't do this. And then he, they slowly put it. I down. love how like, and Toby said it already before in the movie. Like it's just poetic how like he looks at him being like, hey, we gotta save them all. There, like, there's no exceptions. And then the next scene happens, and my theater has a heart attack, and I literally was about to die on the fucking floor. <laughs> you weren't going to do that to me. Yeah. No. That was fucking... it. That was it. And I love I love how, like, Andrew throws the thing. That, that To me, that was more like, oh, their spidey senses are kind of... Yeah, come on. Okay. Probably, I, probably. My... He just went... Blah, blah, and I'm like, not, you know, that was fun. Not even that scene. Like, when, when... It's not even shown. When you see Toby up close shot, and you see the stab, like... And like his shock, it's like my theater. I was like, I was gonna fucking pass out. I'm like, no, no, you can't. This is my favorite. This is my Spider Man. This is my childhood. You're not gonna kill him. 
And no, that, obviously, that was a like, pretty funny thing. It's like, are you okay? It's like, yeah, I've been stabbing. I've been stabbing before. It's fine. It's fine, dude. It's those type of things where you forget, like, right, this is Spider-Man. He heals, guys. He I can love heal how himself. even after Goblin is still stabbing Peter's wounds mentally and physically, like, emotionally, he doesn't go for that killer blow. He, like, he's still just being like, I may have struck the final blow, but you, she's dead because of you. Like, he's so pissed. You see it in Tom's face. And then Andrew just throws the antidote. He just fucking... Bah! Mm. Oh my fucking god, that fucking movie, man. That was beautiful. That was really amazing. Now, this is it, guys. Like, we've talked about everything. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about like the whole like, oh, they're coming in and I can't stop them. We know what they are, they're other villains. I love how it ends with the whole like spell being just everyone forgets Peter Parker. And then yes, he it's sad about MJ. He says goodbye to MJ, that was very beautiful. He says he doesn't say. I don't think he gets his goodbye to Ned. I don't remember. He does. He does. He does. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. He does say goodbye to Ned. Yeah. 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 It's like right. come back. Come find me. Go out. Make sure to find to like know you and find you. Whatever. Yeah. That was. MJ. Uh, I'll uh, promise me you're gonna. Yeah. Remember. Just say, you're gonna say you love me. Yeah. Say you love me. So I remember. Don't say it now. Say it. Yeah. Say it then. So I love how he decided to not talk to them. I really enjoyed that. Also, the cup, I know maybe a little bit too much to, to read, but uh, the cup, the thing says, we're, we're glad to serve you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then we see, this is the shot I was not expecting, right? So I love that he moved into an apartment by himself. I love how rent. Rent's in the, rent rent, is in the rent first due, of the month. Rent's doing the first of the month. Hobby. Dikovic, yeah. You'll get your, you'll get your you rent when you move. fix this damn door. And but, please tell me you guys saw... Spider-Man PS4 vibes when you saw the shot of the apartment. It's like, yeah, cool. dude, for sure. And the um, yeah, I love a little Palpatine. It's like, oh yeah, no, 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 not the Palpatine. The precincts, uh, knowing where the precincts are. By, oh no, uh, yeah, for sure, yo, bro. The radio frequency is like that was amazing. Yes, I was like, yes, yes, that's nice. So I like that. I was like, when I saw these scenes, I'm like, this is what I have wanted from this Spider-Man for the longest time. Right. People are like, oh, but like the payout is worth it. I'm like, it is. I'm just saying we could have gotten this sooner, right? That's all I'm saying. But I'm just glad we got it, right? But I'm I not think, gonna be that guy. I'm yeah, not gonna be think, that guy. Uh, yeah, I think like listen, it's I'm just glad to, we is, got it. Yeah, my guy like, isn't this supposed to be a trilogy? So like let the trilogy like let three movies Yeah, but the trilogy kind of sucks when the second movie sucks ass. But again, I'm not gonna be that guy. Okay. Please. Uh Real quick, uh, when you see the new suit, I knew about the new suit for a while. Like, all Shut I up. knew. You told me this. You said at the end of the movie, he's going to get a new suit. My dumbass, obviously. You know the suit that Doc Ock gives him, which is not a suit. He just gives him the nanotech back and uh -huh. it becomes the spider. I thought that was the new suit. That was I thought it. so, too. I thought so, too. Like um, I was not uh, expecting what I just saw in like one like thirty seconds of it. You're like, huh, what? Huh? My friend goes on to tell me like, oh, at the end of the movie, he gets a new red and blue suit, and I'm just like, we're going back to red and blue. <laughs> My kink, and that's the that's one Louis thing kink. I never knew. Like I knew the suit, I had just had never seen it until the. The, the day so okay. when i saw that suit i literally was just like <laughs> i literally like go to my brother i'm like 
oh my god look at that beautiful suit that's so I'm, beautiful dude, when i saw the machine i was like did he just make a suit yeah, he sold that's it. When I, that's when I went. I went like, did he just make a suit? Did he make a new suit? Oh my god, is then, he poor? Is he poor? Yes. See, and then I see him, and then I see him swing, and I'm like, oh my god, it's reflective. I'm not a big fan. It's of reflective. It. Like, yeah. This is this is my thought. I'm, I'm not shitting you. Like, I'm not a big fan of that, but it still looks amazing. Oh my fucking god. And then I'm like, oh look at the spider. And then I'm like, when I see it in action, I'm like, it's a combination of all the suits, babe. Of all the suits. Yes. It's a com- It's a combination of you see the spider. It looks like Andrews, and then the the thing in the belty. That's. That's from Toby, and I'm like, oh my god, fucking god! And then he yeah, just swings yeah. down, and you see the mask go full fucking circle, and then I'm like, ah, it happened. <laughs> that's a suit. That is a suit. That's a suit. No more, no more, no more. Tony Henry downs. That's that's his. Oh, dude, that's fucking. I, I need water. I've been talking for a while, but that moment—that's literally my whole thought process right there. I'm like, oh my god, it's reflective, but I hate it, but it still looks cool. And then I'm like, inspiration. Other oh, Spidey's. Because mm-hmm. you can't tell me, bro. That spider, that's an inspiration from Andrews. That's Andrews. Then, has, then you have the belt thingy, the, the, is, the uh, belt thingy from fucking Toby. I'm like Toby. Yes. The um the the logo para mí lo vi más como más Toby esque. It's I think shorter. Yeah. And then, I feel like the one in the front is like kind of like Toby's with a little bit of Tom's because it's, it's, it's a little smaller, and then the back one is a lot bigger, so it reminded me yes. of like Andrews. Louis is not so happy because he wanted Fat Spider. He is a no, no, no. Okay, spider. okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. When I talk about the Fat Spider, I'm talking about the tick on the back. Right? I know. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. The tick. Like, I love how he calls it the tick. The tick. I'm. I'm just a slut for like that classic Romita look. Like John Romita, uh, senior. He he did this perfect Spider-Man in my opinion, and I just think. It looks like that's that's what I've seen in the comics and in the cartoons for all the years. And like when it was first introduced when like Homecoming, I was like, oh, my God, you were the first suit to be daring and not put the same design in the back from front to back. So for it to have like a unique new design in the front and then the tick in the back, I was like, I love this suit. This suit looks all like you know, minus the black bands, but like this suit almost could have been the most comic accurate suit we got. Then this movie came out, and then we got this suit, and I'm like, this suit is the most comic accurate suit we have today. Yeah, today, yeah. Dude, it's just so good. It's just so good. So then we've been, now uh-huh. we've been talking for like two fucking hours, by the way. <laughs> I wanted this to be short, but it's impossible. It's a big. It's movie impossible. Play. This we've hyped this up a lot. We've talked about this in great length. It's almost we've, as long as the movie. We've begin. No, no, no. To be honest, you do realize that Louis started talking with us around the time Spider-Man news were kicking in and stuff like that. Sure. We would rank. We were ranking uh, the movie. So yes, this is this has come full circle, yes. as as that as that culmination of like yo. This trio started by just talking about the fucking yeah. kid who got bit by a spider, which, by the way, at the time of this recording, beat out Avengers in a three week uh, in a three day weekend. Um, and yeah, 10, 15, uh, uh, 12 years of MCU, um, different characters and building one spider boy in three days. <laughs> so. I want to get to like my credits. I mean, at credit scene and credit no. scenes. And credit scenes. I'm gonna be honest. I love what they did with Venom. I'm so fucking happy with what they did with Venom. I am like, it's like I'm glad they're not gonna use Tom Hardy, right? 
but that little piece of venom is gonna know who Spider-Man we is. We must go skinny dipping. No, we can't go with skinny dipping. And they're that funny. Huh? Like I'm telling you, when I saw him and then he left, because that's the thing. When I saw him and I'm like, how, how come he hasn't left yet? Right, that was my first thought. And then he leaves, and I'm like, okay, bye. bye. And then the camera goes. Yeah, look at that. There's a little spider, right? There's a, and then, there's a little there's a little venom there, and it moves, and I'm like, that is brilliant. Secret wars. Did you guys like Secret it? Secret wars. Secret wars. Yes. Did, did we like the whole movie in general, or like? No, the, did you did you like that part? The, that part. The, the end credit. The the mid credit. Uh, how do I put this? I really did like it. I really did enjoy it. I'm glad. I I didn't. I didn't think Eddie would leave. I don't know why I somehow thought like he'd stay. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I've heard rumors that like they want to plan a Venom movie with Tom Holland. So it wouldn't surprise me if Eddie stayed. But then he leaves, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then the black goo in the corner, and I'm just like, that makes sense. And it makes sense. And you're like, fuck yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. It, there's no better time than to like you know, attached to a boy who is, like, soaking over his dead aunt. Like, you know, why wouldn't... He's gonna take this easily. <laughs> it's a college trilogy. And I think that's yeah, where I'm we, we, we kind of point that in. And yeah. No I'm friends, no aunts, no nobody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nobody. Venom suit's gonna... Papi, why you got it? So, Papi, if the horns from Spider-Man 3 kicked in again, and I'm like, yes. Yes. Okay, so, now we're gonna go through some, like, some last-minute, like, very last minute questions here. Lou, you asked us, and which I really, really liked, I mean, really enjoyed, um, is where is the question? I cannot find it. What's next for Spider Man? Where does Spidey go from this? Eh, they already casted Craven. He's getting yeah. a movie. Mm -hmm. You're introducing the symbiote suit. You even referenced the Craven in the portal. You yeah, yeah. Rhino. That, was the first, that was the first guy. That was the first crazy. one. Rhino, which is obviously evident for the mm -hmm. big horn. Um, yeah. How like, is that not you... referencing Craven's Last Hunt? Basically. But here's the thing. How do you feel like, what do you actually feel like it's going to, what's next for Spidey in, the, in this? Because from, in my opinion, I feel like we're finally going to get like, the Spider move, the Spider Man movies had one from the MCU, which were just solo Spidey films. Nothing that affects the the entirety of the MCU, or nothing where like it needs the supportive character of a bigger Avenger in order for it to like you know make sense. I feel like we're past that thanks to this movie. So he's gonna so, do like, solo. So he's gonna do solo. He's just gonna go for solo things because look at what happened when he's tried to be a team player. Right, he had it all. He was an Avenger. He had a fucking great suit. He had Stark tech. He had friends and family who loved him and knew who he was, and all of that led to nothing. And then he had to do the sacrifice play, which was sacrifice that right to be the hero he's supposed to be. The responsibility. I don't think he wants to deal with anyone else knowing his identity. I feel like we're finally gonna get the Spider-Man that I've been wanting from the MCU at least, which is like. Solo Spidey, the movies at least, the movies we're going to be seeing now are just going to focus on developing the character with his villains. So that when, with, the, with, so that with, when, the, when the next Avengers movie comes out, he'll have a bigger impact there. Which villains 
would you rather see now, considering that we've had a vulture, we've had Mysterio, um, and then you can argue you've had your, your, you've had your OGs, but they're not yes, your OGs so like within like within universe. You know, what I'm saying? I don't want to see the OGs from this universe. Okay, no, we're well, not. No, 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 no. I, no, I know, I know, we're not. I know, we're not. I I'm wouldn't. just saying, I wouldn't want that, right? Because it just I wouldn't, wouldn't want it that. Just wouldn't, it just wouldn't really make sense. No, because you already had them. You technically had them in a exactly. different. You're kind of double dipping on just like the nostalgia again. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys, don't, don't, don't push it. Don't, don't push it, Albie. Come on. So I feel like Venom is obviously going to be like my first pick. Obviously. Say. But I like the I like Craven because I know it's Raven. outside. I, yeah. I like how it's outside because I think, como todo, and I think, oh man, I saw this um YouTube video about what happened with Spider Man Three, and it really was a lot of a lot of um studio inter inter intervention with Sam thinking like no Sam just wanted to do um he wanted to do Sandman with Harry being the B plot, but uh, clashing in on like Peter's you know his best friend hates him there's this new threat his his love life with mary jane was gonna go and then obviously he's gonna get bad or emo and in, in, in some aspect the venom thing was a sony exec or oh and it was avi was so fucking adamant of just yo so like venom and then sam's like dude like i don't know the character and you can see why because the the character of sandman looked way more impressive than venom yeah so i think that now we already got every i guess bigger player of spider-man spider-man has more villains than just yeah. those ¿me entiende? which craven kind of give no i would i definitely obviously craven has already been confirmed right I don't, i'm not saying like, however know. however this is a sony thing i don't know if they're True, true, true. Listen, true. well, I like think... if if I'm being honest, in the okay, fine, then like in the MCU, like just stick to the MCU, right? Uh huh. Sagrado. Let's be realistic here. Venom is obviously going to be already confirmed, right? Like that's going to happen. I would love to see that. Definitely would love to see that, especially now because, like Louis said, like it's perfect for like a depressed Peter. Yeah, hide, um, his, hide yeah. in his rage, Scorpion, which is something. Yeah, Scorpion would be another good, uh, good villain I would like to see. But the most, like the one I really want to see, Kingpin. I don't know why Peter, uh, Peter, sorry, Tom once said, uh, was saying like, yo, man, I'd love to be Bat Madam Web. Yo, why would you want to be, why? Like, <laughs> I would like to, I would like Silk to be in the movies. Like, I know what you want. I know why you want Silk. I don't know what you want Silk, okay? <laughs> little, I know, little, get <laughs> out of here. I'm not Little dumb. slicky slick. But like, I'll say I know why Silk is also one of my favorite yo, spider uh, You know what? Yes. Because I think with Hawkeye introdu reintroducing Kingpin. Yeah, man. I love to have Kingpin get the uh, shit out of him. Both Daredevil and Spider-Man. I love it. I love bi bisexuality. Bisexuality. No, but that, those are like the three villains I would like to see for like the college trilogy, I guess. The college trilogy. I, so. would, st I would start it off with like let me say, let me put it this. I will start off with Scorpion, you know, a very basic villain. Um, kind of like go ahead with then. I, I kind of want to go for Venom last, but I'm between Kingpin and Venom. And I'm going to explain why. I would like for maybe Kingpin second so that he's really pissed. You know, that scene from the comics where he just 
you know, stops holding his punches and breaks the fucking shit out of, out of, out of Wilson Fisk. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. I would like to see that happen and then like I don't know if I want to see that with the Venom suit or without it. I don't know which one's more impactful. Or like that is what leads Venom to get attracted to him, you know, because Venom is like vengeance. He wants that. But so, then again, Kingpin would have to do something that would be deserving of such a beatdown. It's that it's those emotional payoffs that we have to hope and see what whoever it is, because they again they are in active development. Like I did say that, and he kind of, he kind of coy said, like we're saying it now because we don't want what happened before, where you guys were like nervous that we broke up. No, we're still we're still doing movies together. The fourth one is coming. But... We'll say this. I will say this. In like the in the you know like the college trilogy, I would like the last one. If if it's Kingping, if one of the villains is Kingping, I would like for him to like sort of team up at the end with Daredevil. And not like team up, just to like meet, you know, so they can have a little bit of conversations. Like, wait, who are you? Like, oh, I've stopped Daredevil before. You're not gonna do. You're not gonna be able to succeed. You're just a kid from Queens. Some shit like that. Like, you know, that sort of interaction. Not like they work together, but they have like an exchange of words. That would be cool. I don't know. I do. I do think. I do believe whoever will be on the reins on the writing team and directing. I don't really. I believe that John will is already moving on with Fantastic Four, which he will do an amazing job. Now yeah. that No Way Home yeah. happened, after this movie, I I, I can trust him. John much. John John basically graduated quite literally to know that he will he will make a yeah. great um, adaptation. So whoever gets the college trilogy, I como todo, I'll give the first movie a a, a shot. But la, como todo, I, I feel oh, like imagine imagine if Raimi gets it. <laughs> It'll come full circle again. Be like, oh, so I, circle, yeah, so yeah. I did. So I did Doctor Strange because I wanted to do like a like a horror thing because you know I like horror. And then eh, I'm back to Spider. Um, but Not I'll see. I, th I think college college trilogy will be fun. Um, it's really out there because again, I think you kind of did. Uh, tú básicamente cerraste cuenta nueva. So now you're literally like from scratch. Like okay, yeah. he again coming off. Coming off from No Way Home and all that happened, how do you move the character forward, knowing that no one like like no one knows him, everything's like new to him, basically. Yeah. I feel and like now, it would have to go into like a very dark spot again. Of course, that's like, like, oh, it's, 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 it's what would develop the character a lot better, honestly. But it's late, Louis falling asleep. Let's ask the last two <laughs> questions am. real quick. I don't think I'm gonna ask this one. It's like, where does this movie end up end up on in your MCU list? Top three in the MCU. I'm gonna go for top five. Maybe I would have to rethink because in like, yeah, I, to me it's probably top five. Top three, probably. I still don't know where to rank it in the MCU yeah. wise. If I, if that's why I didn't want to like, I I read the question now and I'm like, you know what? It's not a bad question. It's just not one I can answer right now. I could like, like you know, just throw it out there. And be like, probably, maybe a top five, maybe. And to be honest, I, I, I thinking, I'm thinking it's probably gonna end up like top ten. If I'm, it is, it is up there. I, it's I up there, that, though. It's, it's up there regardless. I know, I know that. But like, I say it's up three, but like, like it's just like, but like, like once I see yeah. more times and kind of give it time, like it'll again, still like, be. It's easy. Like if I tell you, okay, from all of the Spider-Man films, and I'm talking about live action, I'm not including Spider-Man uh, into hey, Spider-Verse. Spider say, I know. It does. It does become like top three. It is top one right now, 
once the hype goes down, it'll probably go to like a second place in my in like my Spider Man like ranking list of Spider Man oh. films. Yeah, Spider Man films, just Spider Man films. Hey, no, not not into the Spider Verse. Not into the Spider Verse. Not including that one. because if even... we include into the Spider Verse, it's into the Spider Verse is always gonna it... be like that. Peak. No, and also, and 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 even if we include that, I still in my top three. Yeah, it still ends so up even, in my top so three. So yeah. it's it's there. It's there. Yeah. But here's a real question, and I want to end it like right here. Is it better than Endgame? Which is the question we've been seeing a lot going around on Twitter. Is No Way Home better than Endgame? It's up to interpretation. Uh, I'm one of those people that prefers Infinity War to Endgame. Yes, same, same. So, I think, and you can call me biased because I just love Spider-Man. Like, uh, from all the ten films that Marvel has had, you can kind of—I don't want to say predict Endgame, but you knew it was going to eventually lead to this. If you had told me five years ago, like, if you had told me when I was like seven, watching Toby, and you had told me, "Hey, yo, in the future there's going to be two other Spider-Men." And he's going to team up with them. And they're going to take on all the villains from like all the movies culminated. I would have been like, that sounds stupid. That doesn't even make sense at all. And it's a movie that exists now. And it's everything I've ever wanted as a Spider-Man fan. It's, it's the movie I've wanted since Tom came into the picture. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you ever met Toby and Andrew? Now that movie exists. And I love it so much. So... With that next to Endgame, I think it's tied. I'm going to say it's tied. I'm not going to say it's better. I'm going to say it's tied. With Infinity War, I don't think it comes close. I think Infinity War still is just something that shouldn't work. I think Infinity War is something that shouldn't work. But it did. Yet it does because of all the movies it has building up. And it's it's just amazing. It's a comic book come to life. So. Yeah, Infinity War is yeah. a comic book. A comic book come to life. No Way Home for me, it feels more of a. If you've seen Spider Man from Toby, it, it's a it's how I interpret it is twenty years of Spider Man live action. Yeah. In fact, and I and we didn't even talk about this and whatever. The little the little self padding of Aviara being like, guys, without my fucking contribution to these films you wouldn't have had live action spider-man you notice that in the end credits they have like this little like panda like yo man alby bro literally go down like i guess i hate <laughs> I was you the same way i saw it i was like i fuck guess but uh, i i felt this movie was this is 20 years of spider-man medium in in the big screen come to life and brought together and and kind of have this little bowl you know of, of just like hey Look how my boy Andrew gets his redemption. Look how my boy Toby, years later on, gets that that like, yeah, you know, Spider Man, Sp- Spider Manning is pretty tough, but oh hey, we're still around, and life goes on. But I'll see. Better than Endgame, it's a tie because both of them. You can say I get I get why they would say Endgame because both are very very fan servicey movies, like very. Yeah. Um. But uh, you can't say one is better than the other because everyone, both of them are equally 
feeling I mean, for, fulfilling you can like if you had to like make the decision like cause you, no, have, to uh-huh, decision. If you sure. have to make a decision like because in my case i don't think so i like it i like no way home a lot it's it, to me it's the perfect spider-man movie but that's gonna change once we get to see the future of tom holland when i when i see the first movie of this college trilogy that's probably gonna change because the reason No Way Home works so well is because it depended on other properties. Well, you know, the same thing, but you know what I mean? Like, there's other properties mm-hmm. to carry this movie. And this is the movie that actually made me like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. So it's going to be special for me until I get to see more of him. But I don't think it's better than Endgame, in my opinion, because Endgame has a little bit more payoff, right? Yeah. It has more meaning. There's, there's still a lot of fan service, but it's more impactful. And I know, like, oh, really? It's more impactful than three Spider-Man. Yeah. It's not the first time we've seen three Spider-Man on screen. Obviously, yeah, oh, that was animated. It was still, it was still amazing because before that, we had we we got that in cartoons. Not in a yeah, movie. Spider-Man, Spider-Man is amazing friends. Yeah, shit, you know? we've seen it. We've seen it in cartoons, which is like cool. You don't get to see them as often because we don't have we have a life. We don't have a lot of time to just sit down and watch cartoons like we used to right yeah yeah but you know into the spider-verse showed us like the possibility of having multiple spider-man on screen and it was beautiful and it was amazing but seeing it live action is different because you know you have a little bit of a more of an emotional connection but to me it doesn't beat and it doesn't beat end games like full circle like you know this has been 20 movies in the making where this one's been like two or three right mm-hmm. so there's more emotional baggage to one this one carries more in terms of like life. You know, we've been 26 years liking Spider-Man. We're like, oh, we've spent 10, 10, 11 years to see the culmination of these heroes. So that's just again, I, again, Endgame to me feels like a big like uh, payoff to everything else before exactly. it. Exactly. With, yeah. with again, again, it's very for me. It's tied because of that because Endgame you can say it, you can see it as yo, this is the MCU come to life. This is what. John Favreau, uh, RDJ, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth signed up for it, starting out and being yeah. like, hey, let's just be heroes and see how this goes. And you see it and you see yeah. it happening all at once. When No Way Home is, Toby yeah. signed on to something that he probably didn't. Yeah. No, I can be sure he knew what was uh, going on. But the thing, the, the thing what I mean about emotional is just like, you know, this was three... This felt like they wanted to sell, and obviously they would have, regardless. Right, right, right. But you know, like, oh, like the reason I was shocked that they made this movie work is because so quickly you're gonna introduce Spider Verse into into live action, like just like that. You know, it's like obviously I'm gonna get excited, but you know, this was 11 years in the making. Like that emotional baggage is not enough. It's not you know does not compare to this one. This is like you know I'm excited because obviously I could have waited a year. A month, a week, five years more, it would have been the exact same reaction. Mm-hmm. But anyways, this video's gone long enough. I'm surprised if you're still watching this. You'll probably listen to it in the podcast and like you know the actual like podcast versions. But other than that, thank you guys so much for like tuning in, watching, staying here you, with you us. You watch, you watch the movie with us, you quite literally. It, literally, this look is- at the tick. Look <laughs> oh at the ticker. God. It's literally almost the exact same length of the movie. Look thank at that. You you watch thank you so much for being here, guys. And then, cause for you guys, if you, know, you haven't noticed, it's a video platform. We're on YouTube now. We're actually going to be doing our podcast on YouTube. So 
stay tuned. Oh. Uh, hopefully they're not this long as always, but if we start talking about Spider-Man, they almost always end up Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I apologize. Look, I apologize. Yeah, just look at the back catalog. We, we, we love the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you leave a like, subscribe, hit that bell notification so you see it, so you know when we get into release new videos. And if you're listening in our podcasts, in our Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio, whatever podcast, Amazon Podcast, anywhere where you're listening. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you share. We'll see you in the next one.